Hi everybody. That's my terrible Dr. Nick impression because we're doing The Simpsons again on this week's episode of Quarantine Brackets. I know we're starting to open up again, but these are too much fun. We're probably going to keep doing them. Uh, <laughs> so strap in. But uh, I want to make sure everyone's all right and I'll let you know what's coming up. Um, after this, we have a... Um, what do we have coming up after this? We have our 80s movies. We're going to start going through decades of movies, 80s, 90s, 2000s, some other movie stuff. Um, let us know if there's a bracket you want us to do. If you want to make the bracket and send it to us, there should be at least 32. That would be really cool. Um, and uh, without further ado, here is our latest quarantine bracket. Simpsons. Number two, you'll get to find out what our favorite non-Simpson Simpsons character is. Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. We're doing, still doing our quarantine thing, and we've got everybody back to finish up the Simpsons bracket today. So we've got Pete, we've got... Mark, we've got Justin, we've got Mike, and Team Kelly, both parts. How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well. Doing well. Very well. Thank you. I'm great. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. I love it. All right, boys and girls. I say we dive right into this next part of the bracket, and then let's really start the bloodbath. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm, right. I, why, don't, why don't we do a quick round of what's everybody drinking first? Because I gotta know what Pete's drinking tonight. Good point. Pete, who wants to get started? I'm, I'm still working through this bottle of Cruzan rum from 15 years ago. I haven't died yet. How is the progress on that? It, it, there's progress. There's, there's less in the bottle. There's one that's being filtered through my body. I haven't noticed any permanent effects aside from the mild twitching. And uh, I'm just gonna keep with it till it's gone. <laughs> Excellent. Greg, Greg Kelly's holding up something from Paul Boy. Oh boy, there, Greg. Um, I have a West Coast Tango IPA for me, and a Crazy with Pineapple England IPA for Jenny. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Well, I'm gonna back up on Greg because I stopped by Paul Boy today as well. I picked up some of the sangria. Um, like sangria sunrise later. Sangria sunrise for Rachel. I've got one of the uh, very yummy, yummy sours going right now, and I'm going to hit the East Coast Tango um, next. There you go. So, oh, oh boy, wasn't on the opposite end of the island from where I live. Yeah. So I also got some pole boy, courtesy of uh, Greg Kelly, bartender extraordinaire. I ordered online, and he muled it back to me. I, I picked up uh, some Pucker Pink Strawberry Lemonade Hard Cider, some Sour sour Papa Sour Cherry Hard Cider. I'm going to open up the Oat Standing Oatmeal Stout right now. And I also got a Sangria Sunset uh, Hard Cider. I also have a four pack of the Oat Standing sitting upstairs. That's gonna, that'll probably be next week's beverage for me. Mark, have, Mark tell everybody what you're drinking because I'm proud of it. I'm drinking a beer that I found in my boat that I'm assuming was left by a beer fairy. Okay. Is it awesome. a magical beer fairy? I think its name is Justin. Oh. I drive, I'm going to drop some more for you as well. I, it's, a, it's a dark Mexican lager with Patron-soaked oak. 
Did you pour some out for the beer fairy? Because the beer fairy can be fickle if it doesn't retain its share. I think the beer fairy has most of a keg. <laughs> or at least did at one point. The, the beer fairy's been hitting it hard. I think I have right. two. I think I have two pints of the Baltic Porter left. I yeah, really want to try the uh, one that you dropped off, and I got to try it at your house. Oh, all right. Justin, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw a little bit of uh, that in, in into a bottle for me because I want to try that one. Oh, no doubt. I got the Montauk Wave Crasher IPA. It's nice. Quite the that is a good one. And when I do run out of those, because I will run out of those, uh, I have James. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you were gonna go back to those uh, that uh, the double books. The double books. Run. I can't. I cannot stop drinking them, which is why I had to switch to Montauk's today. All right, I feel I feel like I feel like that was a poor poor choice for the show, but a better choice for your liver. <laughs> yes, for my overall health, it's yeah. probably better. All right, um, I'm ready to uh, attack right. people. I, this this first one, we're getting we're getting right into the, the down and dirty right away. Agree. Yeah, I hope that we're going to come in with Ralph Wiggum going up against Rod Flanders. You guys consider this a competition? I uh, I don't. But I'm going to be the, the outlier and go with Rod. Um, Ralph is amazing. Rod is fucking absurd. Anything that comes out of his mouth is ridiculous. But, it, you know, it's always just the, the, the Christian, not uh, not to net Flanders. But he is continuously hilarious. So I'm going to put in for Rod. This is hard for me because I think they're very similar. In, I mean, Ralph Ralph Wiggum. Let's be honest. The quotes from Ralph Wiggum, I think, are are better. Like the best ones from Ralph Wiggum are better, but there are so many more. The ones that come from Rod, I can't remember them, but when they happen in the show, you're always like, "Oh shit!" You know, they're not like quotable, but they have a big impact. So I do understand where you're coming from. On, on, the unfortunate part for me is that I I, I feel like Kevin Mark. And myself and, our, and some, a lot of other friends have used the Ralph Wiggum quotes to communicate with each other throughout the years in so many so many facets of our lives that I have to go with Ralph Wiggum. Yeah, I kind of have to second Justin on that one. Ralph is um, Ralph is the delightful dumbass. He's he's one of my favorites. And uh, come on, he bent his wookie. The purple fairies taste like burning. Like, yeah. There is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on, I mean, wiggle puppy. <laughs> wiggle puppy. I choo choo choose you. Choo choo choose you. Choo choo choose you and me fail English. Oh man, those those are like those other two. Like I choo choo choose you, and me fail English. That's impossible. Like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me far English. <laughs> yeah. Right. Me far English. That's impossible. <laughs> I I don't I it, it's I understand that Rod is a is a great like well, Rod's like the B side of an album, you know you're like oh shit <laughs> this is way better than I thought it was gonna be but it really is you know it, it's not it's not Hotel California. If you, like I said before this whole thing started, I I did a little bit of a dive into Rod Flanders and everything I pulled up was fucking gold, everything. But I agree with what you're saying, but that's why I was putting in for Rod. I, it, I, yeah. it's, a, it's awesome. Yeah, to me, did, you, did you put in for Rod knowing that everybody else was going to clean sweep Ralph Wiggum and you wanted him to get at least a vote? 
Yes, we could. I know you, Mikey, and I know that you freaking love Ralph Wiggum and wooed him constantly, so it shocks me that you wouldn't vote for him. I'm I only because I know he was gonna win. I wanted Rod. I, I, I just wanted to hear that because that's the truth, and my vote goes to Ralph Wiggum. It would be um, impossible for him to lose. Impossible. I'm also a vote for Ralph Wiggum. Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming Mark, you're falling in line with Ralph Wiggum. Yeah, I thought I said that already. Well, no, you you you. Yes, not exactly, but I, I knew you, I figured you did, I just wanted to get it, make it official. Um, peace, so, what do you think? What the fuck? Um, Hold on. Is your... go, go, go ahead, you guys take it over, I got a weird phone call. Me, as usual, not knowing shift and crap, I have a gamer dilemma here based on the wiki, because while Rod and Todd play a video game where players try to convert heathens by firing fireballs at them, is awesome. <laughs> Apparently... In the Flanders house, they have a moratorium on any game that uses dice because dice are weak. And as an aspiring D&D nerd, I cannot abide. But I have to go wake them up. There was one, I was just watching, why did ask them if they wanted to play Yahtzee? And Rod goes, no, dice are the bones of the devil. That's great, but I can't do it. <laughs> I need my D20s, my D12s, and all the other shitty dice that you need for no other purpose other than to prove your nerd friend. Yeah, I'm a dice hoarder myself. Must collect the shiny click-clack math rocks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we 6-1? I, I apologize. I'll explain to you guys what, what, what the phone call I just got. It was definitely worth explaining, but not uh, not okay. to the world. Um, So, 6-1, uh, Ralph Wiggum? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Our next one brings in the extraterrestrial Kodos going up against the, the good buddy, Lenny. Silence. Silence. Uh, I, I, I could easily vote on this one. I don't know if you guys are, like, torn. This is, like, an 8-9 matchup, but this is, like, blow, blow out of the water. Like, Lenny is a great character. When, when we were talking last time about Carl, like, Carl is not the better of the two. Lenny has got some classic... Funny things. Um, he's yeah, I'm Lenny. Yeah, I'm gonna. Agree I'm with also you. Lenny. I'm gonna agree with Lenny here. Um, you know, there's a couple of different combo of a. There's a lot of groups in The Simpsons. Like you have the group of bullies. You have Homer's buddies. You have the cops. Like you have all these little, and usually there's there's one that's better than the rest of them a little bit. I think Lenny is the better of Homer's buddies, especially of uh, Warwick. That work between him and Carl. Like I think he's the. I think Lenny and Carl make a great couple. They're fantastic. I think they're really entertaining. But you know, I, I would love a spinoff episode. Like if they did like a honeymooners kind of thing with Lenny and uh, Carl, I think that'd be hysterical. It would be fucking great. Yes, you know, like a one episode, one off thing would be really, really funny. But um, I like the aliens, but I always think of Kang. I never think of Kodos. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. So that's exactly what I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> and that's why Kodos gets my vote. <laughs> uh, I would almost agree with you if it was Lenny versus Kang and Kodos. As a combo? Correct. Okay. Uh, but Lenny just against Kodos without Kang? Lenny hands down. 
Kang and Kodos are, are an Abbott and Costello. Yeah. You don't want one without the other. I, 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 so, yeah, let me get the money. Wasn't Kodos also, like, disguised as Bob Dole, though? Uh, I, I don't remember which one was which, obviously. One, one, was, Bob Dole, yeah. one was Bill Clinton. And one yeah, of the, and Bill Clinton won, which was Kang. So I'm pretty sure Kodos was Bob Dole. When they, were when they were campaigning, one of them was like, what is, uh, abortions for all, and everybody went, boo. He goes, abortions for nobody, and everybody went, boo. He goes, okay, abortions for some, little American flags for others, and everyone, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm going to second Mark. I'm going to second Mark. I'm going to second Mark on Kodos. I, uh, I, I, I agree with all the sentiments for Lenny. It's just, I feel like it's really special when the aliens are on, and regardless of, wh of which one, you know, which one does what, I think they're, I think it's great. So are we split? What happened? I know we have two, at least two, uh, we have, I think, we believe we have three Lenny and two Kodos. Yes, correct. So I think we're waiting on, uh, and, no, Mike, you went with, uh, I went with Lenny. Oh, so that's four. That's four. That's four. So now oh, we just we, we need we need Pete's worthless vote. <laughs> so all I got on this is that and I know I guess Kang is also one of the brackets, so I probably shouldn't rely on this, but it was the thing that caught my eye most. Kang and Kodos speak the right Jellian language, which by coincidence is identical to English, <laughs> and that's one of my favorite sentences I've read all week. <laughs> so I'm going with Kodos. <laughs> just by happenstance, they are identical. Four, yeah, so we got four, four, three for Lenny on that one. Kodos, uh, Kodos goes back. Favorite sentence of the week, huh? <laughs> All right. Next one, we've got a mainstay, a powerhouse character in Millhouse going up against one of the bullies, Jimbo. Yeah, it's not a question for me. Yeah, everything's coming up. Millhouse. Yeah. Oh, I think Milhouse is hysterical, and how he manages to be just the right mix of his dad's weird aspirational kind of character, his own special version of a sad sack, and just overall entertaining. I, I really like Milhouse. He is a sad sack, though. Yes, he is. Like his dad, too. Very beautiful. Yeah, and he it, it, owned Bart Saul for like a day and a half. He did for five bucks. That's a deal. It is. Jim, Jim, Bart didn't use automatic doors. Yeah, Jim, Jimbo's not even the best bully, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Millhouse. I'd go Millhouse anyway, but Jim, there's, there's better bullies than Jimbo. Is it the Shelbyville Millhouse or no? <laughs> no, it's not the Shelbyville. Where's Millhouse? Millhouse. <laughs> Deep cuts here. Deep cuts. All right. Uh, Even when he put his, his whole name into the video game, so he was Thrill Ho. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever works out for him. Is anybody not going Millhouse here? No. Pete, 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 Pete's trying to come up with something. I was going back and forth because, and I don't know what order these are going to air in, but um, in a crossover episode, my love for The Breakfast Club has been documented, and right. Jimbo is based on the character John Bender from The Breakfast Club, so I felt like that had to get props, but then I was reading uh, that, let me see, uh, Bill House has demonstrated once that he is a skilled Vesper rocker. 
and that has to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got seven nothing Millhouse. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We've got Kent Brockman, uh, anchor extraordinaire, going up against the cop Lou. And this kind of goes back to what I just mentioned with uh, with Lenny, like Lou. Cop, like there's, there's always the pair of the cop following around the sergeant, and Lou I think is the better of the fo- of the, the follower cops, and I think he, he's always entertaining. But the line, the one-liners that Ken Brockman that they write in for him are so so good. Really, yeah. Like, I I really like Lou, and I and if he was going up against some other folks, I I would probably vote for him. But the the, the headlines, the absurd headlines that Ken Brockman reads are. Some of the best. It was the onion before there was the onion. Like those ridiculous headlines. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, it comes to the, the the pairing. Lou and Eddie versus Ken Brockman. I take Lou and Eddie. But you're just using Lou against Ken. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Lou, Lou is just basically like a straight man. He yeah. is exactly. And it's like it's used to great effect in the show, but on its own, like he doesn't really have much ground to stand on. He doesn't have an Eddie to bounce off of. Yes, and, and, and a wiggle. Yes, also a wiggle. Hey, my, my, yeah. what, I, what I love about Ken Brockman is the ability for, for that, that voice actor to really capture the, like, I'm dead inside, been doing news for too long. Well, I'm just reading these people. fucking lines at this point. You yep. know what I mean? Like, it's just the, the, the delivery of everything, I think, really makes a lot of those headlines. Ken Brockman's a far superior character. For one, welcome the, our new ant overlords. Yeah. <laughs> 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 John Creedon, that's it. That's it. I am the news. Uh, yeah. Is anybody going with Lou? Does Lou... Who's giving Lou some love? I want Lou, but I want Lou. Was that two? Yep. Why are um, you going, Pete? What arbitrary reason are you picking Lou for? Uh, apparently, Lou applied to, was accepted to law school, and had to drop out because he couldn't afford tuition. And he was also in a grunge band called Sadgasm. So you identify you identify with one of those things. We'll let people Sad figure gas. out which one. Yeah, we won't, we won't talk about which. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we're five to five to two, uh, Kemp Robin. Yeah. All right. This one's moving on. I, this one has some. This this quadrant has had some pretty unbalanced uh, matchups here. But I, here we're coming up against two strong favorite, oh. strong characters in Flanders and Itchy. Mm. I'm gonna probably have the unpopular opinion, and I might probably be the only person. But I am gonna go Itchy. I think that the itchy and scratchy portions of The Simpsons are like hidden gems, and I always wanted them to separate it out and make actual itchy and scratchy cartoons. I love them. Um, Flanders is amazing, but again, uh, Flanders on his own isn't that funny. Flanders is funny because of his relationship with Homer, mostly. But it feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Stupid sexy. I was gonna say the leftorium <laughs> is one of my favorite the leftorium is one of my favorite things. Uh, I disagree with Flanders needing Homer to be funny. I think Flanders is his own funny by himself. I would say 
the exact thing about itchy and scratchy. You can't have itchy without scratchy. What's the point? Yeah, he's fine, but it's not, it's not, he's not as good as the sum of the whole. That, I just wanted to say whole. And the last uh, conversation Flanders had with his wife before she died was how she couldn't get a foot long at a, at a sports event because it made him feel inadequate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I believe Flanders is fine on his own. He's a hundred times, you pair him with anybody and yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, I have to float, float Flanders. Locally, locally. That's right. Paul Flanders? What? I'm going to Floatio Flanders. I mean, it's my vote. Boink. Um, yeah, it's, it's a geo. Flanders is my vote here. It's he's nothing without Scratchy in terms of a cartoon. Like they, in general, um, I enjoy when Itchy and Scratchy come on, but they're they're not a huge part of it to me. Um, visual gags. Like there's not really. And they did have uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land where they yeah. went. They have been a part of this. The, the fabric of the show. Whether we vote them across or not, they are a big part of it. But like you were saying before, uh, with Lou and Eddie, like Itchy without Scratchy to me, like I wouldn't be interested in just Itchy. And tell me, which one's Itchy? Is Itchy the cat uh, or the mouse? I think it's the mouse. Everybody? It's the mouse. It's the mouse. It's the mouse. Good, good, good. Now everybody. <laughs> Alright. Fair enough. That alone tells me whether my vote's in the right place. Flanders. Flanders. Yeah, I'm going with Flanders. Flanders. I, That's what I'm going to vote. Even though a lot of times it's, it's, it's love to hate Flanders, but it's uh, I'm still going with Flanders. You've got the tongue spread curly hair. Yeah, that's a good one. I say that to my wife all the time. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. You know my relationship with my wife. That's the least of the problems. Yeah, that, that's sweet talk for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Greg, uh, not Greg, uh, Pete, um, what, what arbitrary nonsense are you going to spew? This actually isn't arbitrary. I'm voting for Ned because this is one of the few pieces of, of Simpsons episodes that I actually remember. When they go into the future and Ned is blind and he says it's because he got laser surgery and after 10 years your eyes fall out. That's right. And as someone who got laser surgery and has watched his eyes deteriorate over time, that's just something that I identify with. Um, also, apparently, Ned majored in teaching and casting out of demons. <laughs> so, they are similar. I'm going with Ned. So, so Pete... We met. Each, you know, that was what. That was about twenty years ago. That, that happened. It, wasn't it not even laser? Wasn't it like? Didn't they cut your eyes open like a little mini guillotine? It was LASIK, and it was both. They they used a technique called flap attack, where they take a cheese grater, put it over your eyeball, peel back part of your cornea or whatever, zap the inside, put it back, and everyone said, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." You called it flap and zap. <laughs> yep. Are, are we done with the description? I literally had to take the headphones out of my ears before I got it. I cannot listen to that. <laughs> the best part is your parents get to watch this happening on a closed circuit television in the uh, in the waiting room without without puking or losing their minds. Oh. 
no goddamn. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty spectacular. Was, I uh, I was excited about that. It's like a clockwork orange, but without all the folks in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some milk? <laughs> all right, we got Flanders rolled over my homie Itchy. Yeah, all right. This this next one has got to be seven nothing. It's got to be. We've got Doctor Hibbert. Going up against a bully man. Hibbert's got my vote. It's it's kind of it's kind of nonsense. The one lost half brother of uh, Bleeding Scum Murphy. Uh, Murphy. Oh yeah. Uh, you have to vote for him. I'm really interested to see how Mark votes on this one because I have a feeling that he would really like Bumblebee Man, but if he went with Doctor Hibbert, I wouldn't be surprised either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a horse in this race, in all honesty. Bumblebee um, Man just kind of like shows up and shouts non sequiturs in Spanish. And, you know, like, okay, Dr. Hibbert laughs at like inappropriate times, which is what his long lost twin brother says about him. Like, some people say that I have a twin brother that laughs at inappropriate times. That's right. <laughs> See, but to me, yeah, I mean, I'll go with Bumblebee Man just because. Kevin Watson. I always in the B costume. I don't yeah. know. You also sensed that I had already made it seven nothing, and now I have to fucking change it. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with Doctor Hibbert. Um, I just, I just love the when I this was one of those ones when I looked at the matchup. I even though I could picture both of them, I immediately heard Doctor Hibbert's voice, and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, he's my guy. He's always entertaining whenever he shows up. This is another case where Doc, Dr. Hibbert, Hibbert is not the best version of a Doctor on The Simpsons by a large margin. But in, in the case of him against Bubble Me Man, it, Dr. Hibbert has a much larger part of the show, and I, I find him more entertaining. As Mark said, he sort of just plows uh, into the show and says some random shit and then leaves. He's almost like the, uh, the fucking Fruit Punch dude from uh, a Family Guy. Yeah, Kool Aid Man. Yeah, Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid. Otherwise known as Fruit Punch, dude. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, Fruit Punch. This is Punch for flavoring. Listen, Fruit Punch. Fruit Punch, dude, is the uh, is the kosher version of. Uh... No, we didn't say we didn't say uh, Matt Shepard's guy. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. All right. So, Doctor Hibbert up and. Uh, we didn't hear from the Kellys. Kellys, are we going Bumblebee Man or Hibberts? I'm 100% Hibbert. Yeah, we're Hibbert all the way. All right. Ooh, a little dub light happening from Mark. There we go. Mark, oh, there we go. Mark, what is it? Dub light, the mountains are blue. <laughs> Mark, did you like, did you crack the uh, Flanders from, from them yet? No, I haven't. Stupid. I got too much fun today to be drinking something like that. Yeah, I, that's, I agree. I was going to ask you if you wanted to do it after this, I would do it with you, but I was, I'm really glad that you said no. <laughs> <laughs> I want like, I, you know, I, I have uh, the breakfast buzz from PBC in the fridge, too, but, like, I can't be drinking 8-point-something percent alcohol right now. I had that this afternoon. It's, uh, did you get the one with the peanut butter or the one without? No, I got the one without. The one with the peanut butter is better, but I, I could drink more of the one without. All right. Yeah, I gotta, Go I gotta make a stop by a TBC on one of these days on my way home. I haven't had anything from them in 
months and months, and it's that's not that's not right. No. Yeah, I, I made a trip there last weekend, and I got the uh, the black beer like mix pack, which was two of the uh, Vanguard or whatever the, the black lager they have. And that beer. That beer's so good. The black lager. I had the Imperial Brown and the Imperial Brown with peanut butter today, and they were both great. Yeah, I got the I got the the mixed pack, and then I got the four pack and the the breakfast buzz, which is the brown without the peanut butter. Gotcha. Uh, Pete, what 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 knowledge have you uh, have you garnered? I'm both a bold man. Uh, there's a whole thing in here about his character origin, origin, which is fascinating. But apparently, in the Latin American version, he speaks with an over-the-top Mexican accent, and then the version that airs in Spain he does so with an Italian accent. Yet the Japanese version leaves the performance alone, and I find that fascinating. Hmm. Okay. And apparently, he's based on a Mexican television comedian, best known as Chespirito. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. All right, this, I can see that. This next one's got to be seven nothing. I said that last time, and I was wrong. But I think I'm right this time. Listen, I I'm gonna agree with you on this one, Justin, because we've got Principal Skinner going up against Kearney. So the fact that I had to look up who Kearney was and get a face on it kind of tells you. I think that always tells you how powerful the character is. It's Kearney. Exactly. I mean, look, there's no. I've had to look up who this is three times because I can't remember his damn name. So, yeah, I'm going with Skinner. These are steamed hams. Do you mean Armin Tanzarian? That's that's a real name. Not anymore. Yeah, I know. But it was his real name <laughs> for a little while, anyway. Back in Nam. The Aurora Borealis in your kitchen. <laughs> at, this here, at this part of the country, encased in, entirely in your kitchen. Yes. 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 Can I see it? No. <laughs> his relationship with Kabapal, his relationship with Bart, his relationship with Superintendent Chalmers. His, his mother is always hysterical. He's he's very well built up character. Mother. Um. It, yeah. His, his, his the relationship with his mother, even with groundskeeper Willie. Sure. Yeah. Plus, he's one of the members of the acapella group that also features Homer and Apo, and I forget who the boss. Barney. Ah, uh, that's right. Barney can sing. When you get Barney drunk and he wants yeah. to sing some Irish lullabies, he can sing. Yeah, Barney's got pipes. Um, I uh, I'm also. Clearly, Principal Skinner. There's, there's, this is, there's no comparison here. Skinner? I'm Skinner also. Peter, what's your thoughts? Has to be Kearney. Has to be Kearney because uh, apparently in the Sips is tapped out. It was heavily implied that Kearney dated the way in Manhattan. And then we're coming full circle. Okay. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, way, way to vote for the Independent. Um... You still in Russia? Oh yeah. All right. And finally, final... we, finally, we got one to talk about. Yeah. Uh, now we've got two big players coming up. We've got Maya Quimby going up against Mrs. Krabappel. It's Krabappel. Krabappel. 
Oh, it is really tough. No, it is. Joe, I remember Diamond Joe Quimby. I kind of remember where that came from. I don't know about the rest of it. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's lore behind each one of those names. But I, 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 I really hope there isn't. Oh, better name. What's your name? My name is the Edge. Explanation done. It's just your prototypical politician taking bribes and kickbacks and everything that you shouldn't be doing as a politician. He is the exact character of that. And uh, he, he's got my vote. I'll take it. With a Boston accent. Well, he right. I, I can't. He has got to be ba- like loosely based on Mayor Menino from Boston. I have to agree. Yeah. He's much, he's much yeah. more uh, well-spoken than Mayor Menino. Yeah, he's not quite as mush-mouthed. But, no, uh, like, yeah. He's like, um, you can't seriously want to ban alcohol. It tastes great. Makes women appear more attractive. And make the person virtually invulnerable to criticism. And then Helen Lovejoy. Oh, won't someone please think of the children? <laughs> so wait a minute. I thought we're only doing living characters, I thought, right? Quimby's not dead, is he? No, but according to the wizard, Probable's dead, yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes, she is. Is she? Yeah, well, I you, kind of remember that happening. Yeah. Voice, the voice actors, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah. She's definitely dead. Yeah, that's so but basically. You, I've done more research than y'all put the bracket together. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Don't worry, Jim. The ones who put the bracket together were drunk for like four hours on a Friday night. And <laughs> well, to be fair, I think I, I would argue. That despite our, our that particular rule, that Mrs. Krabappel was a, a, a seminal figure in the uh, and she was around for a very long time. Yeah, um, that's I kind of want to vote for her. And I'll tell you why. It's uh, you think about you, you know, when you're a kid, you have school teachers. You don't think of them as adults or kind of even people. They're just you're they're your teacher. And then you know the way that she would be like she would pop run out of the school and light up a cigarette. You know, I mean, like she, you know, she like kind of broke that down for you when you were a kid. You were watching The Simpsons. You're like, oh shit, yeah. Real people. Like teachers, <laughs> teachers do that. Like they they go do people things. Um, I mean, just, just like having a cigarette. How about a little like the horny action with her and Skinner? Well, yeah. Principal Skinner and Miss Crabapple making babies in the closet, and then they had the baby in the closet, and then the baby looked at me. <laughs> 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 yeah, seriously. Uh, um, it's hard though. Still, uh, I'm, I have to say Mayor Quimby. Okay. I have to say Mayor Quimby because he just the the level of inappropriate is more inappropriate than Mrs. Kobapel's inappropriate. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna 
profile, although uh, just the, the way she has formed part, they've, they've formed a friendship and a relationship, and he's helped Skinner try to get with Krabappi. You know, like, there's been major story plots, and it forming both of the characters. Quimby, as funny and ridiculous as he is, um, I don't think has the heart to make it through, so I'm going to vote for Krabappi. Uh, What's the count at, Justin? I, I believe I have three Quimby and two Krabappel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to officially vote for Krabappel. No, I voting Krabappel. Oh, Krabappel. my God, Pete. Right. You, you once again become important. All eyes on well, you. Well, I haven't voted, so I don't know. I voted for you. I voted oh. for Mayor Quimby for you. I'm just kidding. Okay, I, really so, didn't I didn't realize so, that. So in a very Quimby-esque fashion, you are raving the election. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I, I actually thought you voted. I apologize, Kevin. Uh, go ahead. I have, I have not. And honestly, I'm really torn at this one because I do enjoy the Quimby character. And I think he's very funny. And I love, I love as much as I hate 99% of things that are from Boston, I think that his, like, I love the gag of that. I love making fun of the thing. So I enjoyed that part, but the the part of me that's a teacher, the part of me that has done that, and the um, just the constant relationship that so many characters have with Krabappel, like I think that is just such an important part of the show that she has to get the vote for. Me. Wow, this is uh, an upset. Krabappel takes out Merrick Wimby. Wow! But uh, I, Pete, I know that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, does, it truly, as usual, it truly doesn't fucking matter what you think. But we'll listen to you anyway. You can't build me up and tell me I'm important and then take it away from me. Sorry, thirteen or fourteen more times. I'm out of here. To be to, <laughs> to be to be to be to be fair, Pete, uh, you wouldn't have it any other way. But what what do you have to say about this? I actually, in all seriousness, I do like uh, the fact that The Simpsons just kind of transcends reality. Is always is fascinating to me. So I always love the stuff uh, that's real world related. So I will just relay this. During the USAToday.com contest to choose which Springfield would host the Simpsons movie premiere, Ted Kennedy himself appears in a video in which he invited Diamond Joe Quimby to Springfield, Massachusetts, and even mocked his own off-mock pronunciation of the word chowda. <laughs> well, I was going to go for Quimby. All right. Well, it's only fitting, it's only fitting that Quimby barely, barely loses the rigged election. Sure. Yes. I think that's very appropriate. <laughs> All right, well, that, that brings us through uh, the first round of this bracket. Um, yep. Let's, uh, let's, I think, uh, I think let's from here, it's, well, yeah, we're gonna, we'll bring this one down to the, uh, to the, um, the next round, and then yeah. we'll, they'll move to the next one. The, uh, I think we're going to have a little bit more of a conversation over the next couple, though. Oh, I think this one, I don't think this one's going to be too much of a conversation. That's Ralph Wiggum going up against Lenny. Yeah, fuck Lenny. I think, I think Lenny, we liked Lenny, but Lenny beat out Kodos, and and he's and he does not have the staying power to go up against Ralph. Ralph is way too strong and way too funny. I too choo choo choose Ralph. That's I right. also too choose Ralph. Yeah, uh, Lenny. If it was Lenny and Carl, I would I'd be at least yeah. be able to make an argument. Um, Ralph has to go. Yeah, Ralph's moving on. I'm voting Ralph. Ralph, Pete, did you learn anything since the last time? No, no, I can't read that fast. Lenny took out Kodos, and I'm still burned about it, so I'm going to go for Fair enough. All right. Uh, uh, Mark, Ralph? Oh, yeah, Ralph. 
All right, seven seven nothing. Ralph uh, Ralph rolls. Yeah, Ralph played Ralph. And this one, this one, the four five, four and five up against each other. We got Millhouse coming up against Kent Brockman. I think we have more of a conversation here. Yeah, I, I think this is an interesting juxtaposition. I think, like ten years ago, this wouldn't even be a, 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 a conversation for me. It would be Millhouse all day, every day. But as I get older and like more dead inside, I, yeah. I, I identify much more with Kent Brockman and just sort of the <laughs> absurdity of what he does. Like I feel like I do that all day every day, and uh, it makes me kind of want to vote for Kent Brockman. I haven't made my decision yet because I kind of would like to be my younger self, but that's the that's the the contemplation that I have right now. It's very fair. Everything's coming up. Millhouse always wins. Is this? I, I love that character. I think it's he was built up as that kid who gets picked on. Whoever, when he's like the stomping ground, but when you kick, when you walk by, like he is built up to be that character. Him, I guess Martin and Todd and Rod, a couple of them. But uh, in general, I think Millhouse kills him here. I had to go look for the exact quote because I wanted to make sure I got it right. But this is Millhouse. Trust me, Bart, it's better to walk in on both your parents than just one of them. <laughs> uh, that's harsh. Look at his picture, the sad eyes that Milhouse has while he says this. He's reliving the moment and he hates everything about it. Trust me, Bart. Better to walk in on both your parents than just one. And let's be honest, I haven't even seen it, and but we know that it was Luann got finding somebody. <laughs> yeah, I know it was With uh, laser or or blazer, blazer. Blazer, I think it was. <laughs> was he on a dodgeball team? No, he was an American Gladiator. <laughs> And that's the, yeah, the, 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 the giant metal sphere. That's how they drove around <laughs> to go out to like dinner and stuff. Up in the big metal fucking hamster cage. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so I'm gonna vote for Millhouse. So I, I like Ken Brockman and I love the one-liners, but I think Millhouse has the uh, the more the bigger well, variety yeah. of character. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. Yeah, he's deep. As much as I, I, I can identify with Ken Brockman, I have to agree with you. Millhouse is a more developed character. Um, yeah. he, 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 he has more than one uh, facet to him, where Ken Brockman is very singular. I mean, the whole thing with Millhouse being in love with Lisa was pretty amazing. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Millhouse as well. It's all coming up Millhouse. It's coming up Millhouse. I'm going with Ken Brockman. Of course you are, Jenny says. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, I have standards. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> Pete, throw your throw some sort of meaningless one-liner in here. That's kind of your job. Okay. Uh, I'm voting for Kent Brockman because he was fired by network executives because they found a ring of Splenda in his office and they mistook him for cocaine. And that is literally precisely one of the fears that led me to quit Splenda to go for trivia. So I'm going to vote for Kent Brockman. <laughs> you know what's really funny? I wish I could laugh harder at this, 
I've just known him so long that I'm used to it. It's so nice to see other people gain joy joy from from the amount of pain that Pete actually has in his own soul. Just so you all know, this effect will wear off after a couple of years. I just become a burden. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, I've known you a while now. You're not a burden to me. Bill, yeah, you can. Pete, Pete, you. I every every single day I wake up and I have a small pain in my right calf, and that's because of you. Um. So. Uh, the uh. So we got uh, Millhouse beating out Kent Brockman five to two. <sighs> which, sets up, which sets up a really tough. Uh, quarterfinal yeah. of Ralph and Milhouse. Yeah, That's going to be a tough one, but we'll get back to that later. We've got Flanders going up against Dr. Hibbert. And I think well, I think this is kind of similar to the last matchup. You have one deep character that's been around for a long time, and then you have another character, despite them being recurring and funny, really just hit that one, hit that one note. So, that's how I take this, but, uh, yeah, I think Again, it goes down to the just sort of the complexity of the character. We learned far more about Flanders in general episodes than we did. I mean, I'm sure Doctor Hibbert has a rich and strong Wikipedia entry, but uh, we, we, we most of it's going to be shit that we never really found out about in an episode. Pete's going to tell us all about it. Soon. And I'm hoping Pete actually dives a little deeper then and gets something good for Doctor Hibbert. Nick Flanders has my vote, by the way. To pay for medical school, Dr. Hibbert performed as a male stripper under the pseudonym Malcolm Sex, claiming he would satisfy the ladies by any means necessary. <laughs> see, see, that's really, really good and wants me to vote for Dr. Hibbert, actually. And if I can continue, the Hibberts hosted a key party for swingers where the doctor ended up sleeping with... Mrs. Krabappel. The way in Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, who Pete, is that a subtle hint that you want to have a key party? Is that what you're trying to do? No. No, it's just about that furry costume. Here we go. All right. Uh, who who has it weighed in? I, I can't I can't keep track. I, I'm, voting for, uh, I'm voting for Ned Flanders. All he right. said, I've done everything the Bible says, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that gives us 6-1, Justin, for Flanders. It does. All right. 
Now this last one in the quadrant is a, is a heartbreaker. This dinner going up against Mrs. Krabappel. We're break. We're breaking up. We're breaking up a uh, relationship here. This is a power couple right here. Come on. It's. Um, I, I, as I mentioned before, and I'll tell you, I'm going to vote for Skinner, and I'm going to say it's exactly what I was saying last time when we spoke about Skinner. Skinner has such a unique relationship with so many different characters, and those, those relationships is why Skinner's better than Krabappel as a character in the show and show the pants. I don't know, Krabappel's got a whole lot of relationships with a lot of people also, with Bart and... and, and uh, family and and obviously skinner himself and the bully and uh, that flanders but yeah almost the thing people that skinner does if not more skinner yeah but to be fair in those in those like relationship situations i kind of give a shit more about the other person than i do her so that that's some of the reason why i'm going to vote for principal skinner the other other thing is I've never seen, maybe there's one I can think of, or two, but Skinner's carried, like, a ton of episodes that I really enjoyed, like, in terms of it being completely about him. Yes. Um, yeah. on, on top of the fact that, again, going to that Kent Brockman as I get older and, like, identifying with being dead inside, that, um, like, that he's, he's there. You're bringing that up quite a bit, actually. Yeah, he's, he's fully... Hey, Justin, he's, is everything okay, man? Not really. <laughs> can we, do you want to stop recording? Do you just want to talk for a few minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's in a safe space, even though it's recorded. <laughs> right, it's fine. Uh, no one called nine one one right now. I'm holding nothing sharp. Um, no, we. Uh, I. Um, I'm gonna go Principal Skinner because it's. Uh, he. He just. He's more of a developed character than Krabappelis. Krabappelis has the, sort of the same gag each time, and I feel like you learn more pieces of Skinner in some of the episodes. I think you're right, but I also I want, I'm going to vote for Krabappel because I think she has more heart. Also, she cares more. Skinner Skinner is too much of a of a mama's boy. He can't. He'll never grow up. He'll never be the man he wants to be, or the man Krabappel was looking for. So I'm going to go with Krabappel only because of what I just said about Greg. She has again countless relationships with everybody in the school and the families and this that and the other thing I think she has more heart than Skinner does and I'm going to go Krabappel to be fair um, that ma- that mama's boy thing is a re- to me is a really good reason to vote for Skinner because it's very Bates Motel <laughs> very yes <laughs> so it's funny because Justin you were you were making the, the dead inside thing I think uh, Krabappel definitely shows that same kind of thing of like listen I've been in this system for so long Sure. The way she just rolls her eyes and answers half the questions with the kids or deals with everything, like, as you just keep going on and dealing with people, you're just like, I understand where she is coming from. I get her. She's in that spot. She's safe. She's not going anywhere. All right, whatever you want, kids, go for it. As long as it doesn't involve me doing too much paperwork, go for it. <laughs> you know, which I have straight up said, like, guys, what's the number one important, most important thing? Don't make me do any paperwork. I've said this to my athletes. Like, don't make me do paperwork. Um, and this is a really tough one for me because I do I I relate to both of them very much. Um, I, I don't know. Give me give me a minute. So I think one or two people saw the vote, so I'm gonna hang on for a minute. Okay. Yeah, I currently have it at three to one, Skinner. 
I am also voting for Skinner. Okay. So, okay. Oh, and I'll throw mine to Edna just because uh, she deserves to have someone throw something to her. <laughs> hey, she probably does. Hey, Pete, any nuggets of wisdom? Yeah, I just learned that Seymour Skinner is not the real Seymour Skinner. He actually apparently Don Draper, some other guy. His yep. real name is Armin Kavazarian. Yep. And I am, I am solidly against both identity theft and theft of valor. So you I'm were not paying attention earlier, were you? Yeah. I was. Did we do this? I totally brought that up. Yes. I was reading. That's why I was, I was clicking links. All right, I got to I got to multitask. Sorry, we're bad. <laughs> Pete was All like, right. Pete's like, I know. I know what I can say. <laughs> I did. I seized on it, and I, I, I went for it. I was like, oh, this is great. They're not going to know this. <laughs> I All right. Um, we've brought ourselves down to uh, our final our final four for this, this portion of the bracket. Um, oh, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, can I just run in and grab a beer? Is that okay? Of if course. We, yes. Absolutely. Please do. Cool. I'm going to probably do the same thing. So, as a beer update, I finished off the... Uh, very yummy sour. They're mixed berry sour cider from Oh Boy, and it was it was really tasty. The sour was just enough to make it um, not cloyingly sweet and really refreshing. I really enjoyed that one. I cracked open the East Coast Tango, and uh, this is really good. This is a tasty uh, IPA. I like it. Greg, do you know uh, what what he has in the uh, East Coast Tango? What makes the East Coast versus the West Coast one? You said you had the West Coast, right? It's a different green. It's a different green bill, and it's a different hot profile that he's doing more strategically for a West Coast style IPA and the East Coast East style East Coast style IPA. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this one. I like it. So I think I'm going to throw the other ones back in the fridge, keep them nice and cold. I'm going to oh, uh, I'm going to crack open an Ella. What? Nice callback. Yes. Don't worry. I, I made that joke like twice today with Greg. It's, it's, I, I'm wearing it thin, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep trying to slide on that ice. Keep beating the horse. Yeah, relentlessly. Holy crap! There's still some meat on the bones. <laughs> so, uh, Pete, how's your rum treating you? Uh. Fine. I have no expectations. I feel a little warm. Is that normal? Yes. yes. Alright. It's happening. As you feel <laughs> as you feel warmer, you should drink more. Oh, is that what helps? Yes. Because the more I drink, the less I can uh, concentrate on two things at once. Don't worry, it's better for the podcast that way. Alright. Alright. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying to concentrate on at least three or four things. Because people love hearing the same shit twice during a two-hour-plus-long podcast. If it, <laughs> if it allows me to relentlessly mock you, I don't give a fuck what they think. <laughs> do, let's be honest. Do you really need anything here to, to relentlessly mock me? I feel like you have an entire library just stocked up over the years. Yeah, we kind of have, have a lifetime of shit to, to mock you about. It's true. All right. Are we ready to get into the final uh, quadrant here? I'm not going to Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. So here we go. Coming out of the West, in, in the number one seed, we've got the venerable Mo 
going up against Sideshow Mel. Easy. If it was Bob, it'd be a different story, but it's Mel, so Mo. Yes. Mo, it is. The flaming Mo. If you think about when I think about the first. I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. I was just going to. I'd be freely. I was just going to say, when you think about the first season of The Simpsons, like the, the, the gags were thin, but they were new, so they were awesome. Sure. And that's one that they went to, I think, every episode for the first season, or every other at least, they were doing that. And they were hysterical. I mean, they're kind yeah. of silly now, but the nostalgia involved behind that, and that's what started right. Moe as a character. And then Moe's another one like Skinner that you learn... my crotch lately. Yeah, you know... You know you now know so much more about, like, Moe's backstory, and, like, Moe just wants to find love, and no one will, will love Moe because he's fucking ugly. He certainly know? is, yes. Yeah, so... I've done stuff I ain't proud of, and the stuff I am proud of is disgusting. Can <laughs> <laughs> somebody check the men's room for a huge ass? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Moe. It's, it's Moe without question. Sideshow, Sideshow Mel is, again, he is even the best Sideshow. Right. Alright, so, Mo moves on. Yeah, but well, wait a second, solid. wait a second, we need some esoteric oh. bullshit from Pete. Yeah, please. I lo- I'm sorry, I love Pete's esoteric bullshit. Bring me some more of that on a plate. I, I, you can have as much as you want, it's just me running and wicking and not paying attention to the other people speaking in the group. I mean, like, I could do this all day. This is low-effort bullshit to the max. Um, but, I actually, here's what I did. The first, I, I had to, actually, I have no idea who. Sideshow Melon. So I had to look him up. And then I saw the bone in his ear. I said, oh, this is going to be great. I need to find the origin of the bone. That's going to be perfect. And apparently the origin of the hair. What? He had gum stuck in his hair. Exactly. Which is so fucking anticlimactic that I can't possibly vote for him. There's one distinctive feature that does not even have a halfway decent origin story. So... And Mo, and Mo, obviously, I have. I, I was not familiar with. He got stuck in her hair at one point, and like all the townsfolk came out. They're like, "Oh, don't try this! Don't try this!" And Shaquille knows, like, but don't try a bone. Don't try Mo. All right, it is truly seven nothing, Mo. All right. Next one, the eight nine matchup. Oh. The good Reverend Lovejoy. Going up against Agnes Skinner. Oh, Jesus. I'll tell you, I, even though Agnes shows up rarely, she comes in hot with good she's lines. Like, she, she's, a crunk, she's an assassin every time she shows up. Yeah, but she doesn't take shit from anybody. Especially Seymour Skinner. When yes. She was dating the comic book guy, was what's some of my favorite shit ever. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. That's how yeah, that. I, that. I did not know that one at all. That's great. I like Reverend Lovejoy. I think he's a really funny character. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, hey. I Reverend Lovejoy, because he walks his dog past Flanders' house and tries to get his dog to shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> he did do that. I like Reverend Lovejoy's uh, interactions with, with Homer, like his like roll of the eyes, like you're definitely going to hell type thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I'm going I'm to vote for Reverend Lovejoy, though I agree with your, your sentiment, Kevin, where uh, Agnes Skinner is an assassin. Yeah, I'm going to have to vote Agnes also. Um, as much, and again, I, I'm going against my own thought process. 
because Reverend Lovejoy was a big part of growing Bart as a, as a, as a character and him fighting, you know, losing his soul and all this other stuff. They've always went to church on Sunday. They, he's been there consistently as all the other characters grew up. He had some sort of influence to it. I, I don't think he can beat Agnes and Skinner in, a, in any sort of match, let alone this match. I think, I think the thing that I like about Lovejoy is that he comes off as an as a very real kind of character yeah. in that he's funny and he and he really I think he probably really does want to be a good pastor sure. to this congregation, but the congregation is so fucked. They're just and like he people. can't physically do it by one person's efforts, like and he knows that. Sure. And, and he's human, and he makes mistakes, and he has vices, like, you know, letting the dog, sh- you know, trying to get the dog to shit on Splendor's lawn, but, like, I, I think he's a really, like, a very human kind of person. Like, he's not a real caricature of people. He doesn't rip that, like, just one aspect and make it really funny, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just, those those Agnes Skinner lines when she comes in are just are just way too good to, to, pass, to pass up. So I'm gonna vote with Agnes as well. I think we're well, two, currently two two. Ned, have you considered any other religions? They're all pretty much the same. <laughs> and when he says in the Garden of Eden by I Ron Butterfly. Wait a minute. That sounds like rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean organ ladies like tempted it out. <laughs> so is that was that two Lovejoys? Um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm definitely Lovejoy, but uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. We got a uh, Gary in the house now, so uh, Gary, Gary might be throwing some input in. He was uh, this is actually the bracket that he made when we did the draft. So this was my draft. Oh, excellent! Thanks, Gary. So, so Gary will have a little input as well moving forward. Just uh, he's our guest speaker for the evening. I just want to say when we did the draft, I was thinking this more like my team was going to go against the other teams. So if you look at all of the brackets, my team dominates them. <laughs> but as far as what the way this is, I don't know how it's going to work. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. At the very end of this, we'll take a look at each of the brackets, and we'll uh, we'll all put forth a vote as to which total bracket was stronger than the others. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. So where just where we stand on the uh, the Lovejoy v. Skinner? I believe debate. that we we were waiting on oh. Je- we were waiting on Jenny, and we got three to two Reverend Lovejoy. I'm gonna pick Reverend Lovejoy. All right, I'm gonna pick Reverend Lovejoy because his quote it, it's I don't know <laughs> the church thing. That's a good explanation. That was cool. There was a lot of words that did did stuff. Wow. We're, we're gonna uh, so now we get to go into more words that that mean less. Pete. <laughs> this is great for my self esteem. This whole thing. This is why I keep coming back every week. Um, something. I'm voting for Lovejoy because of this line in the trivia that has a very long, nearly incomprehensible parenthetical. And anyone who's read my writing knows I love parentheticals. But apparently, Lovejoy seems overly enthusiastic in regards to burning, such as the mass burning of crusty merchandise, as well as even owning a van of which its sole purpose, other than driving, is burning books, as well as having burned down his church a few times. 
it's possible that he has pyromaniacal tendencies. <laughs> and I think pyromaniacs are an underrepresented population, and I'm voting for Lovejoy. It's clearly not not met many firefighters have you? What was that again? Sorry, you haven't met many firefighters in your life, have you? I haven't. Or yeah. Boy Scouts. They're, they're all. That's where all the pyros congregate. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the firefight all the volunteer firefighters are just growing up Boy Scouts. Um, yeah. So we got uh, Lovejoy moves on five to two. Yeah. Oh, all right. Next one. We've got the good Grandpa Simpson going up against Judge Snyder. It's Did a we have to do this? No, I don't no. think so, right? Um, How do you Abe not winning this? Yeah. Abe is the man, and he might be my favorite Simpson, like, of the family. Yeah. I, I relate more to Abe than I do to almost any of the other ones, and it's terrible. But yeah. Come on. You know, I, don't know about, I don't know about the judge. It's uh, it's Grandpa for sure. Yeah. All right. Is anyone not going Grandpa? All right. Anybody? Anybody? No. Bueller. All right. Bueller. All right. The judge has a cool voice, though. He does. Yeah. Judge, the judge is a, the judge is a great character. He's just not he's just not Homer's dad. We've got another lopsided matchup here of Barney going up against Kang. Yeah. As Mike has put it so well, so many times, when we have these individuals and that, that are part of a team and you don't have the whole team together, they really don't pull nearly as much as the, that, as the power combo does. That was a big debate on the draft night. Do we do Hitchy and Scratchy together? Do you do Hang and I kept getting Kodos. 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 Yeah. You do them together uh, and we decided... Lenny and Carl, the cops, right? Are those yeah. cops? Yeah. Right. Yeah. A couple that we were figuring, and then uh, we decided to separate them. I was against the Kang and Chrono, Kodos. Uh, I thought they were a team, but I was outvoted. I think I think um, for for our purposes, it was the right move. But yeah, you're right. It, it weakens the. Because you couldn't then because you couldn't then justify the Itchy and Scratchy as one character. Right. Right. It, you know, it, uh, it, it, but it also weakens those characters. So, like, it, it completely hinders them. It almost makes them. However, impossible. Barney in the fifth round is an effing steal. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes. If that's how you're drafting, absolutely. If, I, if you're drafting it like a fantasy f- football league, absolutely. That's kind of what. Yeah, that's that, that was the mindset. Yeah. Can I just throw out a quick Grandpa Simpson quote? The metric system is the tool of the devil. My car gets 40 rods to the hog's head, and that's the way I likes it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Winner. Speaking of ridiculous uh, things, the episode where uh, Homer gets the uh, the Russian car, <laughs> it goes 40 hectares down in a horse. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that it's pretty safe to say that uh, uh, Barney Barney walks through that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Barney. yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, man, your throne died. It didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to vote for Kang. Well, why? It's got to be a why. Apparently, it was revealed that he was Maggie Simpson's real father. <laughs> 
I think that might have been in a hentai or something. No, it was in a treehouse <laughs> farm. Episode. Oh, 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 my God! My no, tentacles no, everywhere. Sorry, right, the internet just clanged into my head. <laughs> that was the thing you were watching last night. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, so with visions of tentacle porn in our head, we can move on. And Krusty the Clown versus Radioactive Man. Uh, Krusty's gotta win, right? Because yeah, he went out as, well, I don't want to say he was integral, but he was a big, he was the, the comic. I remember growing up reading Batman. He was the guy I wanted to read about. Yeah, his parts radioactive man. So I understand the, the attraction and, and want the radioactive man. But Krusty uh, has to get my vote. He's been through too much. We know too much about him. We know everything about him. Too, too much. Such a criminal, you know. Gambling problem, prostitutes, and, yeah. and all of the things that come with Alcohol, people. drugs. Talking public, and yeah. The lead paint goes. The prize was metal crustio that was all jagged and yeah, it had like the, the spike on it. Oh my god! Yeah, well, the, the the crusty toy was always the best. Like you know, all the kids that went on the show got the crusty toy, and the second. Right. They, I, I vaguely remember them like like Bart leaving with one, and the second he pulled the string, the thing completely fell apart. <laughs> yeah, he was also the the, the doll in the Treehouse of Horror. Yep. It, it yeah. Yeah. Said this thing the evil and the good and evil. Which My direct question to when they used to flash back to Krusty as a kid, he still was a clown, right? He's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a clown wearing a yarmulke. I feel like there's at least one or two episodes where they have Krusty without makeup on, and it's just really weird. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. in green hair. Yeah. And there's also the episode where Homer like goes to clown college. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. at a clown college. <laughs> All right, I, I'm pretty sure that you know th- those those of us that know what the hell is going on are voting for Krusty. Pete, it's your time to shine. I, I'm trying to read Radioactive Man's like Wikipedia entry, and it's just like a word salad and sci-fi bullshit. Yeah, sure. Um, and I'm not even going to quote any of it because it just goes on and on. I'm just going to vote for Radioactive Man because it's amazing. And he was playing by Radio Wolfcastle. I believe oh. we voted for him also. Probably. Yeah. The goggles, they do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Up and at them. No, up and at them. Up and at them. Adam. <laughs> up and at them. <laughs> so and we got... Rusty uh, moved on as radioactive man. Yeah. Pretty handily. So now we've got Superintendent Chalmers going up against... Scratchy, steamed hands, steamed hams alone wins. Superintendent Chalmers, Skinner. There's so much to him too. You know. Let me ask you a question. What is the Simpsons without itchy and scratchy? The pro- not itchy and scratchy. Itchy and scratchy. True. Scratchy. 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 scratchy without itchy. 
useless. Yeah, I said. Like Tom without Clary, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of said that. You know, I, I agree with you, Gary. That like earlier, that's I feel the same way. I love. I want them to break out Itchy and Scratchy into their own thing at some point, even if it was just super, super short. Like, I don't think they should do a half-hour episode of Itchy and Scratchy. It might be a bit much. 30 years of Itchy and Scratchy. Right. Right. So, yeah, it would be, that would be pretty cool. But uh, Superintendent Chalmers is just a deeper character than Scratchy, especially Scratchy by himself. I, I don't think it really matters because I think Krusty the Clown beats the shit out of pretty much anybody right now. Um, but I'm also going to vote Superintendent Chalmers. I'm gonna go with Chalmers because really I'll be honest, Itchy and Scratchy were never part of the show that I really enjoyed. I didn't think it was the I didn't think it was the funniest part. I always wondered why they lingered on it so long. I'm like, okay. I like, did love it. Actually, actually, yeah, no, it was it was the pure violence. It was it was gore for gore's sake. That's why I enjoyed it. Yeah, I no, but like even as a kid I was just like when I was much younger watching and I was like, I don't get it. Why are they showing Itchy and Scratchy? This isn't part of the story. Right. And it just, it never, and then later on I was just like, they're terrible. It's not a funny cartoon. It's a terrible cartoon inside of a really great cartoon. Why are they wasting time with this terrible cartoon? It just offered something about Itchy and Scratchy and I understand now, like I've put thought into it and I understand like the role that they played and all that other kind of stuff, but just from my own personal preference, it never... Oh, I gotta say, it never really scratched that itch for me. Get out of town. Piss. Piss. Boom. If they were a team, it would have been different. I agree. I, Gary, you're 100% right there. I'm throwing virtual tomatoes at, at Kevin right now. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. It was there. That was very Glenn like of you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I even feel dirty after saying it, but I couldn't get it. I'm going to hide my head in shame for a minute. Pete, say something stupid so I feel better about myself. I don't know that I'm saying anything. I love when Pete comes to his Wikipedia page. This is wonderful. Chalmers used to kind of my favorite, too. Yeah. All right. Chalmers used to teach until he supervised a group of detention students called Fight Club. And they beat him up. When he mistakenly called them the Breakfast Club. After this, he never taught again. Only superintendent. Which apparently is a verb. Uh, so again, we're back to the Breakfast Club, and I'm voting for Superintendent Chalmers. Chalmers. I feel like every. I feel like we we're, we're, we Chalmers has swept. Is that is that where we're at? Chalmers is actually yeah, over here. Say anything? What? Did you say did you vote? I did. Uh, yeah, I said Chalmers. Oh, okay. Alright. This is All right. this is a fantastic matchup. Not because their characters are important in any way, but because it's apropos. It, it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're equally unimportant. And that's good. Come on! No, stop this. Duffman quote you look up is going to be gold. It's true. It's very true. 
I well, I, I feel like you. Uh, I feel like. I feel like. Uh, I feel like Duffman. I feel like uh, Duffman was a was a was a an odd pick at three. For the bracket, but you're right. He's, he's got a lot of quotes. But I was going my own thing. He was like my wild card pick, but I, I love Duffman. My favorite. He's hundred percent better than the goofball mascot. That's a fact. The girl, the girl's like Duffman. You said if I slept with you, I would win the contest. He's like, yeah, it's There's a lot of things he does in the league. He's awesome. Uh, I'm also single, by the way. So. <laughs> so what you're trying to tell me is like Duff Man's like your spirit animal. Exactly. That is exactly what I'm saying. So, all right. Is, does anybody anybody want to make an impassioned pitch for Goofball before I throw it to Pete for some esoteric knowledge? I, I'd like to, but I can't. I, there's no Duff Man. Yeah. <laughs> Tough man, go into the next round. All right, Pete. Pete, what, what do you got from the Wikipedia over there? All I did was I, I looked at um, the goofball, goofball's picture, and I'm like, there's no... My first thought was there's no way that this wasn't like a, a combination of Villain Fanatic and Gritty. But then I think he actually predates Gritty. Oh, maybe he's like three years old. Right. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna vote for him based on the Simpsons influence in real life. I can't, I can't imagine that whoever created Gritty didn't look at this and go, "Yeah, we should try that," but without the nose. <laughs> Shit. Oh, all right. Last one from the first round. All right. So our last matchup wow. is Smithers. Coming up against Rabbi Krostovsky. 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 Rabbi Hyman Krostovsky. Krusty's dad. Yes. I love that. I love that. Apparently, he's also from Springfield's Lower East Side. The late Jackie. Uh, and Mr. Burns and this relationship between Smithers and Homer. No, I think right there, 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 right was right there, right there, right there, right there, right there, right there, Hands down, he's been too much part of everything. His homoerotic relationship with Mr. Burns is like, that's by itself would do it. Let alone, like you said, the fact that his his um, relationship with Homer and like his complete disdain for having to do anything with Homer <laughs> is always hilarious. So it's definitely like, like you, which isn't really like this is one of my few Simpsons pieces of dialogue that's a little. Outside the box, but like really not that far. I I think it's hysterical that Smithers has the Malibu Stacy collection. He does. He oh yeah. I, like like I feel like that's not like super obscure, but like it's just one layer deep. But I think that's hysterical. It is it is so like the closeted urge person. Like it's it's so funny. Shout out so to my, funny. Sh- shout out to my brony friends. Yes. 
He was a, he was a Brody week before that, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah. so I'm voting with Smithers. Justin, you're friends with Andrew WK? No, no, <laughs> I'm not. I don't actually have any friends that are that are Brodies. I just you know, I figured I would I figured I would be inclusive in our conversation. Wait, I just learned Andrew WK was a Brody. What? I didn't know that. Oh yes, big time. Really? And that's like out and advocating? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I did not know that. For those You're listening welcome. and for those maybe on this podcast that don't know what a brony is, it is a grown man that collects My Little Ponies. Oh, it's yeah. more. Yeah, they live for lifestyle. Oh, yeah, I, I know. I, I don't. No, no. No, no. No. I don't need that's, that's another podcast, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be a part of that one? <laughs> If we, if we're, if you're a part, if you're a part, you should put a rainbow dash hat. I can do that. I also, I need to see, I need to see you from head to toe, though. I need to know what's happening. Full nope. body, full body. Cam stays waist high at least. <laughs> All right, Is there anybody up for that dope ass tattoo? Show that. Is anybody uh, gonna go with the uh, with the good red light? No. Yeah. Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you mentioned. Tell us about why we should go with the rabbi. First of all, and again, I was reading, so I apologize if any of this was covered previously, but you all sure. seem to be like in a circle about Smithers having fun with himself. I have to point, have to point out that according to the Wiki, he is deceased. Oh, he did. I know that I know that he voiced him by somebody else after. The, the original voice actor died, but I didn't know they killed the character. So the original voice actor, and this is one of the reasons we get my vote, was Jackie Mason, who yeah. actually won an Emmy Award for his performance in one of these episodes. Yeah, he was uh, I love Jackie Mason, and uh, I'm going with the rabbi. All right. Thanks. Yeah, okay, it says, yeah, voiced by Jackie Mason and then Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Homer voice actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same guy who did the yeah. Yes. Uh, All right, so uh, once again, pizza vote, irrelevant. But uh, Smithers goes on 6-1, and now we're in the second round. All right, so in the second round, we're starting off with Mo going up against Reverend Lovejoy. Mo. 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 Again, again in another crossover, because of the queso, I have to go for Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, Mo, Mo rolls there. I don't think we need to belabor that oh, point. He also smuggled pandas at one point, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, this one I think will be more of a more of a battle. We've got Grandpa Simpson going up against Barney. This, these are heavy hitters. This is, this is heavy duty. I, I would say that this, in my opinion... This should be the final for this bracket. Potentially Smithers getting swapped in for one of them, but this is not a. This shouldn't be a second round matchup. Um, it's a good one. Uh, uh, one of my favorite episodes going way back is when they're doing plow when, with the the, the plow kings. Yeah. So I love that episode. I love Barney in that episode. If I can remember correctly, it's one of the few episodes that Barney was like, like an actual character and not just a yeah, character he, of himself. Homer's rival, I believe. Yeah. The industry. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Barney um, on this one. I, I, this is the last episode, the whole episode of Barney where he was sober. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Barney yeah. did become sober for a while. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, and then he won the independent phone contest, and the prize was like a lifetime supply of tough beer. Correct, yeah. <laughs> that was the end of his Just stick it to my vein. <laughs> and they did. They had an IV hooked up to the tanker truck. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because he goes, stick it in my vein. Walk right over and plug him in. <laughs> when Mo had the salad bar, and he's like, hey, Mo, what's this? And he's like, what's this? He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like all of my Simpsons knowledge is based on 15 years ago because I haven't watched it in a while so I almost have a nostalgia and I don't remember anything about the grandpa you know but again I am not the person to ask with something like these two right uh, I'm gonna go ahead yeah. there, there's like like Barney is by far one of my favorite characters but I think Abe edges him out like, okay. it, like, there's the the whole flashback episode with like what, like the 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 fighting fish or whatever. Oh, um, uh, he was in World War Two, and he's like showing the tattooed apart, and he's like, "What's this?" And he's like, "Wrigley yeah. garbage." <laughs> What's the name? It was some sort of fish. The fight. Oh shit! Let me look it up because now that's gonna annoy the fuck out of me. great thing about grandpa simpson was uh the epic you know every time like like uh child homer interacts with him like you know, you get... <laughs> yeah 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 now yes now i remember so i'm right i, I, I got a old man yelling at the cloud like i i love, I love <laughs> grandpa. Oh, boy. yeah you know i i think just the silly things that he comes in and just the somehow manages to have non-sequiturs that are hysterical, but then at the same point, just go off into their own whole separate thing. Like, it's so funny. I really, really enjoy Grandpa Simpson. Fighting Hellfish. That's it. Uh, and after all of that, I'm going to vote for Barney. He was in the B-Sharps, the Pin Pals. He has been there from the beginning to be Homer's buddy. And they have always been wonderful together. Tell me one scene when they're in the same scene that isn't gold. And I have to go with Barney. I well, love I the whole fact that like Homer is the reason that Barney's an alcoholic. Uh-huh. Started in college. So I am 100% going with Barney on this one, although I like Grandpa. Yeah. Well, Barney and Homer's relationship, and you were just saying, I was just thinking about that. When they were back in college and they were friends, they go way back. Yep. They're been buddies forever. Now they're just hanging out in the bar together. Yeah, one, I'm going to go Barney. One could argue that Grandpa and Homer go back a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well played, <laughs> Gary. Well played, Gary. <laughs> um, Pete, now if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to get Pete's hopes up here, but I think yeah. he's the deciding vote. I think it's 3-3. Three, okay. three. I have to vote for Abe because he claimed that President Grover Cleveland spanked him. 
on two non-consecutive occasions. And what young man does not want that on his resume? <laughs> I mean, it's as good a reason as any. I'm not going to lie. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, man. You're, that, that was like the equivalent of, like, blue is a color. Like, <laughs> oh, God. I told you before this shit started, I don't know shit about the Simpsons. I think I maybe I might, maybe I should sit this one out. You were like, nah, come no. on, sing some dumb shit, who cares? I probably voted for Harry and the Hendersons, didn't you? Oh boy, oh, I'm sorry. I did. The first round pick, I did. Spoiler alert. On uh, yeah, it'll be that's, that. That is a spoiler alert. So, yeah, so so much for that whole trying to make people think we did it in order. Not a big deal. <laughs> um, All right. Oh my Grandpa God. Simpson, Adrian L. Barney. That's that's a heartbreaker. It was going to be a heartbreaker either way, though. Yeah, yeah true. Well, Mo in the next round a little easier for me at least. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's right. Mo Grandpa. Now we've got Krusty the Clown coming up against Superintendent Chalmers. No competition. Yeah, I agree. As good as as good as uh, Superintendent Chalmers can be, Krusty the Clown is better all the time. It's Krusty. Krusty. Krusty the Clown. You almost I don't even have something stupid for this. So Krusty. Yeah, it's Krusty. I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying to see if there's something. I know it's crusty. It's speaking through the Chalmers. Chalmers is not. It's just not a a well defined enough character. You know, it's not a deep enough character to go against crusty. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So crusty advances handily against Superintendent Chalmers. And I have to say the same thing about Smithers. Yeah, Smithers coming up against Duffman in the final um, second round matchup here. Um, Duffman is a, you know, Duffman's the, the, the one-liner coming in all the time, but the Smithers character it just has so much more to him, and, and he's so fu- and he's so funny. And even though Smithers most of the time plays the straight man, there <laughs> he does come in. Yes. The Smithers comes down. There's so many layers to Smithers and his side comments and his under his breath things about, you know, about into Mr. Burns. And yes. It's so, in- it's such an intelligent character. Yeah. Just very well done. So I'm going to go with Smithers. Why did you iron and creaks in my pants? <laughs> that creaks is in your legs, sir. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> hey, that's the edge diamond Joe Quimby to you. <laughs> did, did we cover Duffman studying ballet for four years at Juilliard? <laughs> no, yeah, we did not. <laughs> oh, man. Now we did, yeah. I don't... Now, it, now it has been noted. Thank you, Pete. Which Duffman actor was that, though? Right. 
Uh, you're asking me things that the wiki cannot cannot answer. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Mark, there's a there's a transitive property. Once one duckman learns the skill, all duckmen learn the skill. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like that's it's it's like when uh, when rats figure out a maze in one part of the world, the the rats in the other part of the uh, world can do the maze. Yeah, it's infused into the suit or something. Yeah. Hive mind kind of thing. So we are traveling back to our north bracket. Uh, can you put, uh, are we going back to the north bracket, or did you put it all together? No, we're going we're going to the north bracket, and then I'm going to do the, the last four. As we okay. as we get to the four, I'll pull those all into one bracket. Okay. So let me pull the north bracket real quick. Okay. Say, I don't have that handy, but I'll just go with what you guys tell me. Well, yeah, I, okay. yeah. If Greg Ford, if Greg Ford used the proper email, you would have it. Clearly, he did not. Thanks, Greg. I got the east and the west, and something that's going to happen at the end. Okay, so in the north, in the first of the quarterfinals, we have Comic Book Guy going up against Jasper Beardley. That's a paddling. That's a paddling. That's a paddling. Jasper Beardley, that's a paddling. That's paddling. I'm going to say this. Beardley has a last name. So overdone. Worst last name ever. You know, you know how many times since we recorded the last episode of this that Jenny and I have said to each other that's a paddling or to Dustin? <laughs> like, no, it sounds like you've had a good two weeks ago for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you guys are into, that's cool. No shame. Dustin was involved. I heard that. Yeah, I was. Yeah, he's couch guy and breakfast guy, so you know he's, you know he's there overnight. It was. It was definitely. It was. It's definitely been a three-way paddling, but yeah. uh, the. Uh, and here he was trying to throw Pete under the bus with the key party. As uh, listen, that was that was more of an invitation. Let's be honest, but uh, it uh, we um, uh, as great as great as Jasper Beardley is, and as uh, you know, as as much as that like that one phrase is coming to our uh, our verbiage for the last two weeks. It doesn't compare to comic book guy. He's just he's a quintessential character that just that just that just completely uh, represents an entire portion of the population that not one single human being likes even themselves. <laughs> I have to go comic book guy and I'm so up to the time uh, the taco store sold a hundred tacos for a hundred dollars, and he wheelbarrowed his hundred tacos away, and he said, "Yes, this should provide sustenance for the Doctor Who marathon." <laughs> and I've got a Doctor Who marathon, and I've easily eaten a hundred tacos. <laughs> like, you probably identify with comic book man pretty softly. <laughs> yeah, on point. It's basically a mirror. <laughs> All right. I, so do, we have, do we have any votes for Jasper? Jen, are you going to go with Jasper? No, I think I have to go Comic Book Guy. I have to go Comic Book Guy. He's, That's a battle. I know it's a battle. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was, I, I was trying, I was going to give her more clearance. That's so many things going on. Like, he's, he's just miserable in the t-shirts, and the, he's just the... And I keep the, going back to him dating Agnew. The stereotypical, you know, like you said, the guy everyone loves to hate, even hate himself. Like he's just, 
All right, Pete. Have you, Pete? Um, have you learned anything intriguing? I was gonna vote for Jasper Thomas. That's a pat. That's a pat on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am, and Mike had me a wheelbarrow full of tacos. <laughs> like I, I didn't need to look anything up. That's the most compelling argument you can make. As long as I get, to, as long as I get to give you a gift card for them, and you hurt yourself in the parking lot, I'm okay with it. Oh my God! We should just—I will break another finger for a wheelbarrow of tacos. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. So, for those playing, for those playing at home, the short version is: I tried to be nice to Pete, and then he hurt himself. Um, I think we did this on a previous episode. Yeah, I, I, been, I, I don't know if it's been released or not, but yeah. So, all right, I got six to six to one. Comic po- comic book guy comes into our final in this uh, yes. quadrant. Well, yeah, comic book guy makes the makes the uh, overall semi. The uh, the other quarterfinal here we have is the sea captain going up against Professor Frank. This is two solid. Yeah, I'm going to say B tier. Uh, characters agreed. It's a seven, a seven versus a three in terms of the drafting. You know, C, the sea captain I think is overachieved. Um, but I don't know. I, I was gonna I was gonna vote for the sea captain, but I'm talking myself out of it now. I'm not really sure. They're they're very evenly matched up. I can't vote for the captain over Lionel Hutz, and I'm pretty sure I voted for sea captain over Lionel Hutz. Did Professor Frank have like longevity in the show? Oh yeah, Frank's still around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I have to vote Frank. Um, so again, it comes back to the nerd in me, and just all of the inventions. And yeah, I have to go Frank. <laughs> I'm yeah. also going to vote Frank. I think he's a uh, more uh, defined character. And he's voiced by Hank Azaria. Also true. I have to check in my yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the sea captain. The love of the sea cannot be stopped. Understand? I, 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 I'm also gonna go with the sea captain. It's probably due to the fact that I worked on a fishing boat, but I, I like that character a little bit more. And I, I don't know. I think I laughed harder at a lot of the things that the sea captain did than I did at Frank. Frank was always sort of like a like a five out of ten laughter, and a sea captain might be a two at sometimes, but sometimes he's an eight. Yeah, like, I get more genuine laughs from the sea captain than I do Professor Frank. Professor Frank is, like, dragged out whenever they need, like, a scientist or Jerry Lewis. <laughs> well, true, yes. The sea captain has, has better non-sequiturs and just, like, better, like, let's shoehorn him in because it's funny. Yeah. I like, Rather um... Than, like, hey, we, we need this person to perform a function, so... It's Frank. I like I like the whole episode where, where um, Homer goes after the uh, I don't remember the name of the fish, but he was going after going after like a giant fish, like a Moby Dick type situation. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Mm. But I, that's that's one of my favorite uh, like moments in the show. Obviously, I you can tell how how favorite it is. I can't fucking remember the name of the fish, but uh, I enjoy I enjoyed that quite a bit. Greg, did you pick one of these two? No, I did not yet, but I am. Uh, I, I consider Frank to be a larger character than Sea Captain. I think Sea Captain had its nuggets of laughter. I do agree with that, but in general, I think Frank's a lot more well developed. I think, yes, it's not the best laughs in the show, but I think Frank has a nice little dimension, so I'm going to go with Frank. All right. Pete. No, what you're saying is you're a little bit fresh. 
Pete, you're uh, you're you're it's, you're on, man. This is it. Game time. Really? Yeah. Uh, I I was gonna vote for the captain when I read that he had two glass eyes, uh, but apparently he's also sometimes referred to as Pete, and because of my own self-loathing, I have to go for Frank. All right. Okay. All right then. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna talk with uh, beer break. Yes. Restock as you need. All right. I gotta go grab one. So everybody else refill as you need it, and we'll uh, reconvene in just a moment. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna grab a beer in a second, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm curious, Pete. So, how much of the rum have you drank, Pete? Like, not like out of the bottle, like tonight. Okay, all right, that's a start. <clears throat> why is it showing? No, I'm curious. It was more. That's why I'm asking is because it's not really showing. So I kind of want you to drink more. The, the, the fish was called General Sherman. By yes, way. yes, that's right, that's right. This was filled with ice and then rum to the top. So okay, oh, all right, that's that's a pretty. That, I, I got to be honest. That for you, that's a, that's a that's a pretty hefty pour. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my damnedest to uh, to get a to get a beer delivery to you this week. Yeah, I know I've been uh, out of the way. Well, I mean. It's not really. Right. It's not really that bad. Um, what'd you grab, Kev? Uh, I grabbed something just for Pete. Um, in this lawless wasteland that we are coming into, a white cloth. Oh Jesus! That's the one that has probably been sitting in my fridge for almost a year at this point. I was going to ask what the nexus between white claw and Pete was, but I get it. Old, probably expired and dangerous alcohol. Respect. That's kind of my jam. Old, expired and. Designed for 16-year-old girls. I figure if I can drink everything that's still left in this house that's been here for probably close to two decades, I'll be ready for anything. Pete's like, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink stuff. If my colon doesn't fall out, I will continue. <laughs> Listen, if you die in the process, we'll put a little like a uh, little in memoriam kind of a uh, ender to the podcast in each episode for you. Okay. That's great, Kevin. I'm sure that's going to be a great comfort to my family and my children. I get up for one beer. Pete's dead. What happened? Just, <laughs> Justin happened. Justin's not on a quest to kill me in any way possible for Pete. opposed to uh, a decade well, and a half. in the middle, real quick, if you guys have any questions about D&D and your characters and how to play and what to do, please get in touch with me. I am happy. Oh, I would. Oh, I was going to say after, after at the end of this, I need to get your contact info, Mike, yeah, yeah. so I can talk you with it. Absolutely, with a hundred percent, because anybody playing D and D makes me happy. More people yeah. playing D and D makes me even happier. Oh, you right. You roll the mass cubes, and the pointy end goes into the goblin, right? That's how the whole thing works. Most part, yeah. It's Pretty not much. not as difficult as it seems. I promise. Yeah. I'll, I'll I've never played that before. Not it being difficult, and and knowing and. So you gotta understand, like the guy that's doing the the, the DMing for this, uh, for the for this, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be like a one or you know like a very short yeah, campaign yeah. or what it's gonna be, but like I've known him since uh, sixth grade. Oh, cool! Like it's yeah, and and the other guy, the, the other guy in the party that we said we bullied into it to doing it, right? I literally went to kindergarten with him. Oh, like, before anything else happens, the, the biggest rule is to have fun. 
Yeah. If you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I'm sure there are rules and sure there are things that are going to go wrong and you're going to make plans and they're all going to fall apart. Just have fun with it. That's all that matters. That's the only I can do. Pete, it sounds like Jay should take notes. Um, only, wow. Pete, only Pete's going to get that. Um, no, I got that. No experience. Yes, I exactly. I, I creeped on that whole campaign as well, uh, that whole, uh, campaign as well Justin. I got you. Um, I don't know Jay enough. I uh I poured myself a uh, Belgian uh, IPA that uh, that I made myself. That makes me sad when I drink it. But that's I'm, at this point my palate is destroyed from a day of drinking. So it's really a waste of time for me to take anything that's good. I have. One I, I honestly thought you just said that your paladin was destroyed from a day of drinking. Like that 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 that's how fast my brain is switching gears right now. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I have one more uh, wave crasher before I go to Jameson. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. This lime, it tastes kind of like a busy G and T. It's not terrible. The lime one was the one that that people were buying for like twenty five dollars a can on eBay. Like when they when they had the white claw shortage, the great yeah. white claw shortage of two thousand nineteen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Listen, uh, no, this it really does. It tastes just like a. Uh, like a gin tonic. It's pretty good. Tasty. All right. So we're going we're gonna to roll to the well, south bracket. All right. In the south, in the first quarterfinal, ooh, a one and a four coming in together. Mr. Burns going up against Sideshow Bob. Damn. That's, yeah, that's fucking trouble. Bloodbath coming at you. Wow. I think I fucked this up. Hold on. I think I don't think we finished the North bracket. Did we did we get a winner between comic book guy and Frank? Uh, oh. Uh, no, we didn't go that far. I thought we were gonna put those all together into the final one. Um alright, yeah. Go ahead, that's fine, continue. I thought we were going to do, like, the final, uh, of all, yeah. what is that, two, four, six, the final eight, really. Yeah, the problem is I can't reseed them. Like, if I reseed them, it's going to change who, up, who they're up against. Okay. So, do we need to do Comic Book Guy versus Frank right now? Let's do that, yeah. It would make my okay. life easier. Okay, okay. So, before we move on, then, so, just so you, that was the preview. That's what we call in the business. <laughs> you can see that one coming up, guys. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned for after the break because that's what we're gonna do. What we really want to talk about is comic book guy versus Professor Frank. Um, I voted against Professor Frank in the last round. He's not my favorite character. Um, comic book guy, I like much more than Professor Frank. Um, I just think I just think he's a funnier. He's a, comic book guy is a more to me a more relatable caricature, and I know more comic book guy than Professor Frank's in the world. Sure. I want to say this. When we did our drafts for the characters, our buddy Mark, who was part of the draft as well, he took Comic Book Guy as the first overall pick. And he's not a number one seed for no reason. He, he wrecks uh, Frank. Uh, comic Book Guy. Yes. It's Comic Book Guy for me, too. The depth of com- Comic Book Guy is... It, it, Frank doesn't compare. I, I gotta be honest, I'm not, a, I'm not a big Frank fan 
kind of the reason Mark said before. He sort of just gets shoehorned in when they need that oi oi voice, basically, you know. That was the worst blink I've ever heard. It is. Yeah, I, impressions are not my thing. I have a very, very, I have a very, I have a very distinct voice. It sounds like a dying giraffe. Because <laughs> we own the endangered species, not that man. Uh, I'm going to go comment book guy. But, as much as I dig Frank, I am a big Frank fan. What do you think, though, winning, winning your bracket finals 7 0? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's not, that is a strong finish there for Comic Book Guy. Pete, do you, do you, do you, Pete, do you care to, uh, to to interject anything? Nope. Comic Book Guy. All right, word. Okay. All right. Now we can move on over to the South Bracket. Sorry about that. So now going into the South Bracket, as we teased earlier, Mr. Burns going up inside your Bob. Um, I don't know the Kelsey grammar. <laughs> his voice coming out of Joe Bob is always like one of those like shocking things how uh, just is so different from what you see on screen to like the voice that you hear and I think that's part of the effect that that makes him such a standout character but Mr. Burns is just he's so hysterical and he's so a quintessential Simpsons character and he's so Delightfully evil. That I just love Mr. Burns. He just—he's so entertaining to me. Sideshow Bob's pretty fucking evil. He is. He is. But like Sideshow Bob, almost so evil that he's like—he's like—he actually scares me. Like Sideshow Bob is the real—is the real like serial killer kind of character. Like you're like, oh, this guy actually—he actually looks evil in his in his evil capital. Right. He seems to like Bart, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Bart. The. He hates sideburns. He does hate sideburns. Hippie. 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 Oh, Hippie. 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 Oh shit! I just realized we lost Mark. Yes. I know. I know. He 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 muted uh, himself and walked away. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Let me reinvite him or something. I don't know what happened. Oh, here he is. Uh His internet went out. Hold on. Still. question for you since you weren't here for it and we didn't notice because that's how much we love you uh comic book guy uh versus frank 
Just comic book guy. All right, yeah, I figured. All right, we're good. Then, yeah, I had it at seven nothing. It was pretty obvious. I'm gonna blame my internet going down on my wife watching some random shit on YouTube that I don't understand, but she does anyway. Are we going back to my tentacle porn from earlier? Is it anti? <laughs> no, it's like Dr. Phil episodes from like 18 years ago. Oh, that sounds entertaining. Yeah. I would have been less upset about the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're good we're good there. Alright. So where where are we at with Mr. Burns and Sideshow Bob? I'm sorry, I sort of blacked out there. I have to for Mr. Burns. I have to go Bob because he's Bob. He's saying the the HMM pinafore. We've been through the reasons Bob is amazing. It's really fucking hard. I have to go Bob, though. I have to. It's my gut. I don't have another reason for it. It's just that that's my gut. Uh, um, I'm also going to go sideshow Bob. I feel bad. I feel bad doing it, but the 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 whole Cape Fear like thing and his interaction with Bart is one of my favorite things. The The rakes alone. Yeah, it, it it's amazing. Um, so Definitely. yeah, this monkey's gonna need most of your blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just, I yeah, I, I it sounds strange, but I gotta go sideshow Bob. I, I believe we just lost. I believe we just lost lost Greg as well. So I'm gonna. It might be a rolling blackout. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I blame Optimum. Yeah, I'm the shit, and they keep charging me more money. Let's see if I go out next, and we'll know that we work our way north. Uh, Mark, where did you fall on this one? Did you go sideshow, Bob? No, I'm going Mr. Burns. Excellent. But I can, I, that's the only thing I understand. Like, I totally can... The, the winds can change, and I would go with Mr. Burns, but my, my gut is telling me Sideshow Bob right this moment. You know what? And the main reason I'm voting for Mr. Burns over Sideshow Bob is Mr. Burns is, like, a regular cast member. It's not like, hey, it's a special episode, and we got Kelsey Grammer back in the recording booth. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. To be fair, though, I mean, gra- granted, He's in a lot more episodes, but he's definitely not in every episode. No, no, Mr. Burns, and especially in the later years, he was used less and less, for sure. All right, so if I'm correct, right now we have three to two Mr. Burns over Sideshow Bob. All right. Team Kelly, where are we fun? Glad to have you back. Where do we fall on the uh, Burns-Bob? Uh, I'm Mr. Burns. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a clear as day, Mr. Burns. Although, although I love the relationship between Sideshow Bob and Bart and, and crusting. Uh, I love Sideshow Bob, and I love Kelsey Grammer, but it's Mr. Burns across the board for me. Yeah, Mr. Burns wins this one pretty easily for me. Where you at, Pete? Sure. Uh, the Burns Mansion is home to many rare historical artifacts, including the only existing nude photo of Mark Twain. The suit Charlie Chaplin was buried in, King Arthur's mythical sword Excalibur, and a rare first draft in the Constitution with the word suckers in it. <laughs> <laughs> Be 
And just to cap it off, for those of us who, who do or have worked in higher ed, he holds a chair at Springfield University, which has uh, which is a demonic throne with snarling dogs changed. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm voting for Burn. All right. So, and the stone cutters and I totally understand why you would vote for Mr. Burns. All right, hey, this one the here. Hard ones with the hard ones. The Freemason before it was trendy. That's, that's right. <laughs> this next right. one I think is probably the like this is this is this is a a difficult choice. I thought it was supposed to get easier. Oof. I know. Uh, you know this, one, this one's not a difficult uh, choice for me, Justin. It really isn't. We have got groundskeeper Willie. Going up against Otto, and as much as I love how cool and laid back Otto is, groundskeeper Willie is awesome. Now he, you know, nothing can beat out a Greek Scotsman. It's not going to happen. <laughs> like I, I love groundskeeper Willie. I love how he went, especially when he refers to himself in the third person. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, like that. You know, his um, but he, every, I love that. I think it's hysterical that every time he rips off his shirt, he looks like Chuck Norris. He's like hairy yes. and yes. He's like, yes. like, like a motherfucker. <laughs> what I love about Groundskeeper Willie is like he harkens back to uh, Bill Murray from Caddyshack. Like that's oh, like yeah. totally the inspiration for that. Um, yeah, it, I have to agree with you that it's 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 not quite that difficult. I mean, they're they're both B level characters at best, but they. What they bring to the screen is amazing. I would vote for Groundskeeper Willie because of the. I like the moments from Groundskeeper Willie that you said better than anything from Otto. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Otto. Really, Mike? You're going Otto? He was a pin pal. My name is Otto, and I like to get Otto. <laughs> Where that came from? Yeah. Uh, Lisa goes and whatever stoner tells you, it smells like Otto's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, when he walked out of Stoner's Pot Palace, which was a place where you can buy pots and pans, he wanted the place to get sued for false advertising. Uh, I'm, I'm an Otto guy. Well, I'm Grasskeeper is- Willie. That's paddling. <laughs> I'm willing to. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. You forgot. Uh... All right. Well, it's currently four to one, Willie. So Willie's going to move through. Does anyone want to make an impassioned plea for Otto just for uh, for shits and giggles? Mark, did you vote? I, I didn't catch your vote. I'm groundskeeper Willie. Okay, that's that's five. Pete, yeah. Let, let's yeah. go. Let's go. Do this. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the nexus between uh, Simpsons and the real world. Uh, groundskeeper Willie's description of the Francis cheese-eating surrender monkeys from the episode Brown Springfield has become widely used. Particularly in the run-up to the war in Iraq, the New York Post used the phrase "surrender monkeys" as the headline for its December 7, 2006 front page, referring to the Iraq study group and its recommendation that U.S. soldiers be withdrawn from Iraq by early 2008. Yeah, but you're you're saying that like the New York Post is like a real newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it is for 
presented without comment. For your, uh, you know your different freedom fries? They didn't want to be called French fries because of the cheesy the monkeys. Yeah. All right. So this leaves us with our, our final from this bracket, Mr. Burns versus Groundskeeper Willie. Mike, on that same part as Freedom Prize, I think we should have kept it the Liberty Cabbage after World War II and never got back to South America. <laughs> never got <gone> back. <laughs> Liberty Cabbage. <laughs> it's coleslaw. I think, I think my half of it, oh no, it's uh, sauerkraut. It's sauerkraut, it's something like that. I'm just going to say, Mr. Burns is coming out of this bracket, right? Yeah, uh, he, he has mine. I gotta go Burns also. Burns. Oh, I'm Burns. Willie. Wait. Willie? Uh, oh, wait, Mark. Did, did Mark go for Willie? I'm not Willie. I am also gonna vote for Willie. I love Mr. Burns, but I, I have, as we've discussed, Groundskeeper Willie, much like Jasper, Groundskeeper Willie has, has grown on me. And I'm, I'm willing to put a, a, a stake in the ground for groundskeeper Willie. He might not be as versatile as Mr. Burns, but what he but does, he, he does really well. So I'm going groundskeeper Willie. So right now we're 2-2. Two, two. I'm going for Burns because I don't want to be last for this one because I feel like I'll be lynched if I say some stupid shit at the end. <laughs> listen, that's a, listen that, was a, that was well played because you're kind, you're kind of right. <laughs> All right, well, we, we, we need Kevin, we need Mike. Uh, this one's really hard for me. It really, really is. Um, I... <sighs> Mr. Burns, I enjoy Mr. Burns. The, I enjoy the ridiculousness of him being, like, an evil, of him being an evil villain. Um, Groundskeeper Willie... Um, I love the fight with him. I love how ridiculous he is. I love his stories of where he, you know, of his past and oh, Willie did this and Willie used to do that. Um, and I'm always a sucker for anything ridiculously Scottish. Um, the guilt, isn't it? It, it is. Um, it's one of those things I kind of wish I could get away with wearing one most of the time. I'm just not confident enough in myself, and that's a me issue, not a not a society issue. I hope not. I, but I hope you get over it because I'd love to see you. Okay. I appreciate Burns, that. Burns, you there. Fill it up with petroleum distillate and revulcanize my tires post haste. What <laughs> <laughs> you went to the gas station? That is what makes Mr. Burns so funny because he's so absurdly out of touch that it's yeah, so funny. Out of touch. Yeah. Exactly. Ketchup. 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 Oh, I'm in way over my head. Third time ever. I'm honestly at like coin flip level on this. I really don't. I I wouldn't be angry if either of them did it and either of them advanced. So I'm gonna roll. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the uh, the roll roll a die and even will be. Uh, Willie and Alan will be Mr. Burn. How, how crazy is though? Like, if we started this off and I went, hey, by the way, is groundskeeper Willie going to win this or Mr. Burns? I think every motherfucker here would have been like, Mr. Burns probably going to win that. And right now, right now, we're rolling dice to figure it out. I have 
two d20s right here next to me because this is where I play D&D. Go uh, for it. I can do blue is Burns and green is Willie. Just, no, just, just cool. give me one. Give me an even odd. Just roll one. One of the even odd. All right. It's a ten. It's a ten. <laughs> Willie was even. Willie wins. All right, so wait, uh, we're 3-3. Three, three. Wow. Wait, wait. No, no, wait, we're 3-3. Three, three. That's 3-3 three, three now. Now it's yeah. a monkey. Oh, I thought I made myself clear Mr. Burns has to win. Okay. Um, All right. Right. I, I thought I was clear. Mr. Burns is, is, is my vote, yeah. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's move on to. I, I just went, it was a very impassioned thing, and we finally figured it out. And then I just went, "Yeah, fucking Mr. Burns, what are you talking about?" Don't don't feel bad. We're in this position because Justin can't count to seven, but he's had a couple of drinks. <laughs> listen to me, listen to me, motherfucker. You've drank like one drink. I've been drinking it since like one o'clock consistently. <laughs> All right, are we moving to the west now? West. Now? West. All right. So in the west, now we've got Mo going up against Grandpa Simpson. And as much as I love Abraham Simpson, I think Mo has got to move on. Mo. I don't know. Mo kills him. I don't know. Sislak takes this, and it's it's honestly, it's stupid probably, but for me it's really that the early the early stuff, and then honestly leading into learning more about Mo and like we talked about earlier, Mo Mo like not being able to find love because how ugly he is, like all, all, like the whole the whole uh, um, evolution of the character was pretty pretty crazy. I also really enjoy Mo's, you know. Making money making schemes. Sure. I think those over the years have been especially funny for pandas for a while. (laughs) Smuggling pandas, uh, opening a salad bar, all sorts of. You know, trying to be family friendly. Remember when he went like a fast food family restaurant and he had to wear the sparklers on his head? Take the fries off my head, kids, they really burned me. (laughs) <laughs> well, it wasn't the sparklers that much that were burning him. It was the high oil. oil right. Have you guys brought up all of the prank phone calls we brought in? Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. I need the man to hug and kiss. But, Grandpa, yeah. my story begins in 1992. I was saying because that guy's had stolen the word 20. I chased that rascal to get it back. Like, <laughs> Dickity six minutes. <laughs> the Kaiser stole the word twenty. What story begins in nineteen Dickity? T- I'm voting for Grandpa. I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too obscure. It's so funny. I'm voting for Grandpa. He stole the word twenty. Nineteen Dickity. All right, I have a. Uh... I have Mo What's up. I have. I have Mo up three to two. Oh, uh, I, I know some money for Grandpa. Oh shit, son! Three to three, Pete. Three to three, Pete. He is your spirit animal. That's a fact. He 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 has a shaking stick. Shake on a boy. 
All right, he dropped the balance. Here we go, buddy. It's after 11 and I'm getting lazy and I thought this was going to be like close to a sweep. So I haven't looked up shit. Um, I feel like like these are two characters that I know enough to just make a determination of which one I like more and I'm going to vote them up. That was my next question. You probably know who these two are. I do. So and I'm going to vote for them up. Okay. I, I don't know that I have a real good reason of articulating why. They both have a nice, cranky energy, again, that I very much identify with. Um, but there's just something about Mo just leaving behind the bar and dealing with the patrons that I always, I just love the way uh, way those scenes went down. I like when he draws the goomlat on the duck can because Homer wants to try something new. There you go. <laughs> I'm, sad, I'm sad that Pete actually had a point there. Uh, <laughs> I, I promise to, to be stupider just for you. I uh, thank you, thank you, buddy. All right, our next uh, quarterfinal here is going to be Krusty going up against Smithers. I'm still Smithers. I'm Team Smithers. I gotta go, Krusty. Not over Krusty. Right. My world. Got Krusty. I, I think I, I think it's an easy win for this one. Uh, Krusty the huge character. Krusty, really? Nope. Krusty. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be one of those. I'm not going to. It's. I'm not going to argue who's the bigger character or anything like that. Just for my own personal enjoyment, I enjoy the Smithers character more than Krusty. I just think the Smithers character comes in with the really good lines. I just. I get that. I I get Smithers a lot more. Funny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that. I'm gonna agree with that sentiment exactly. I like both the characters, but I find, Smith, in particular, Smithers' interaction with Homer to be one of my favorite parts of the show. So I'm gonna <laughs> vote for Smithers. I'm on the All right, we're Pete. at the three to three again. Yeah, Pete, you're important again. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Um... I gotta be honest, I know there was this whole arc with Krusty the Clown trying to kill Bart, and I was actually, I think, watching the show at the time of it, and it resonated with me, like, absolutely zero percent. I just wasn't, in, I just didn't enjoy it at all. I'm voting for Smith. It wasn't Krusty the Clown. Sancho Bob. Hold on, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, fucking vote for Smithers out. <laughs> See, you know what's funny? I've known Pete long enough to know that shit was coming. I saw that coming. <laughs> Alright, Moe versus Smithers. This is, the, like, the heavy hitter. Yeah, this one's hard, man. Wait, what are we doing? It's Moe versus Mo Smithers. Oh man, uh, I mean, I think I'm getting in early on this one. Mo, <laughs> yes, Mo. I was just looking up quotes for Mo, and he's standing up doing the open mic. He goes, "Hi, I'm Mo," or as the ladies like to call me, "Hey, you behind the bushes." My <laughs> 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 That's that is hilarious writing. That's like fucking hilarious. That's something that that's some shit Mitch Hedberg would say. Oh, 
Oh fuck. Yeah, I gotta vote for Mo too. As much as I just I just like made a plea for Smithers, Mo Mo is better than Smithers. Yeah, I'm also voting for Mo. Mo, I'm just gonna die lonely and ugly and dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's just amazing. He's just... I don't know how you really beat Mo in any of this, the more I think about it. Who's who's going Smithers? <sighs> no, I think I gotta go with Mo as well. I think I'm gonna pick Mo. Wow. We, we have a sweep in the finals there. Mo, yep. Mo over Smithers. I have been called ugly, pug-ugly, fugly, pug-fugly, but never ugly-ugly. <laughs> All right, we're on the uh, the east bracket. Okay, so here's another really tough one to get into with the quarterfinal. We've got Ralph Wiggum going up against Millhouse. The two, to me, like the two biggest friends of Bart, right? Well, the two biggest other kids in the show going up against it. Right. Nah, I, I mean, it's Ralph Wiggum. Come on. Like, when Ralph sees Bart go by on the skateboard naked, he says, I like men now. Call back to Abe Simpson right there. Uh, right now we got three to one. William yeah. Millhouse. I think just because of the sheer quotability of the number of times that I've actually said, like Ralph quotes, Ralph quotes. I have to go with Ralph. I he's just been part of who I've part of my knowledge. That's the same, that's the same thing for me. I actually don't have a real affinity to Millhouse. I think he's a, a good character and a really good like foil to, to Bart when Bart during Bart's adventures. And yeah, he's got a lot of stuff on his own. But the the impact that Millhouse has had on my interpersonal relationships relationships with my friends, uh, I have to vote for him. I can't tell you how many of my video game characters have been called Thrill Ho. <laughs> I, I countless. Countless of my avatars in video games has been known as Thrill Ho. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I 
get a lot of weird, really, really weird DMs after that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that co- that might cause like a an excessive amount of catfishing. Mm, so, well, <laughs> define excessive. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't slept in four days and I haven't showered. No, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. All right. Um, Wiggum, Wiggum's gonna win this, but we haven't we haven't heard uh, Pete's situation. I, I can't. Simpsons related cat. I can't follow catfishing. I, I, I'm not even gonna try. All right, Pete. Pete. Pete, Pete voted for Millhouse because he's always wrong. Uh, five right, to two. Five. five to two, Wiggum. All right. And our second um, quarter, and the last quarterfinal comes up to Ned Flanders going up against Principal Skinner. This is so apropos. Two, two, so, two very favorite people. The this, South Pole. Yeah. Left one Oregon. Friday. Wait, what frat going to be on? This is the East. Oh, I got it. I East matchup number fourteen. <sighs> you know what's weird? I, I I have I've been voting against Flanders for the most part. I think I'm gonna vote for him here. I think I think I've been thinking about this the wrong way and it sort of won me over. The Leftorium, uh the fact that he gave birth to that strange fucker Rod. Um <laughs> And Todd, and Todd, Rod, yeah, both both of them are really weird. Um, he, he, Flanders has given a lot to the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Flanders. It's also because you can relate to the fact that your car can't accelerate, right? That's only because of my size and not the car. So it's really not the car's fault. Listen, at least it's got to be better than the uh, Focus that you have, dude. That Ford Focus. You couldn't like you couldn't sit down in that car because when you sat down and tried to get up, you were basically you were basically stuck to the seat. Because Have you ever been in a Ford Focus? Do you know what any of that means, Greg? There's not there's not enough there's not enough lubricant. Civic. No, no. Oh yeah, he talked. Greg talked about that today. You had to break the driver's seat, didn't you, so you can move it back far enough? Is that how it worked? <laughs> basically driving a Civic from the back seat. <laughs> my, 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 my focus wasn't really a size issue. I just, uh, you know, instead of getting one of those dummies so that I could drive in the HOV lane, I just tried to kill myself with fast food and let the wrappers stack up high enough that people would oh, feel too bad to pull me over. You can suffocate from those, I've heard. Yeah. It, it, it was you like could have been that car, man. There, there was probably a dead animal in there when he sold it. My car looked like every episode of Hoarders at the beginning ever. <laughs> that car, that car was nightmare. Like, oh my god! I sold that. I sold that car. When I sold it, I couldn't believe I sold it. I was like, wait, you want that? What? Wants that? Yeah. Quick, start, quick sign here. Okay, bye. If you. It, it looked like I opened a can of, uh, not a can, but a, a two-liter bottle of, of cola and spun around in a circle in it. And it was equally, uh, it was equally as sticky everywhere. I don't want a large sperm, I just want a liter of cola. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it's running through. Yeah. All right, so back on, back on track. I voted for Flanders. Someone else go now. Uh, <laughs> I love Ned Flanders. I'm voting for Ned Flanders. 
what is it? Um, some birds love bees and geese love ganders. Everyone else hates Ned Flanders. <laughs> Ned Flanders. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Flanders as well. <laughs> I'm a Flanders book myself. All right. I we're, 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 cur- we're currently up uh, four to zero, so Flanders yeah, is going to move gonna, forward. I'm going to hop on the uh, the Flanders uh, bandwagon here. I appreciate Principal Skinner, and I like the, uh, you know, and I and I love the Steam Ham episode. Like that 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 sequence, that whole yeah, thing. which we already went through today. Like it's one of my favorite scenes in the in the whole series. Like it's so funny. But Flanders, just like episode after episode, is always there with being ridiculous and being really silly. And so, so I, I gotta go with Flanders. It's, it's Flanders. What, did you what, did you vote, Mark? I didn't I didn't count your ass. No, I didn't vote, but I'm voting for Flanders too. All right, Pete. We established that I wasn't listening to any of the Skinner stuff last time, so this may be old news, but I have just learned that his prisoner of war ID number was 24601, so I'm voting for Skinner. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Sure. All right, so uh, <laughs> that, that, that leaves us with Ralph Wiggum versus Flanders. And the wow. The one V two in the bracket in the quadrant. Look at that. Um, for good reason too. Oh, absolutely. You can't deny it. Uh, these are both really powerhouse characters, and I, I, and I know I've been siding with uh, with which which character tends to be in the show more frequently and things, but I, I said it last time. And I have to say it again, like, Ralph Wiggum is one of those characters that, like, has become part of, like, of my brain. And it is, he's constantly hysterical, so I'm going with Ralph. I, I, I want to say the exact thing, so, uh, I, I, I just keep continue to say quotable. I, there are so many properties taste like burning with it just it's constant I'm gonna vote for Flanders. Oh shit, didn't see that coming, Jenny. Bless the, bless the grocer, wonderful meat, the middle man who jacked up the price, and let's not forget the humane but determined boys at the slaughterhouse. <laughs> Just as I feared, her Buddhism has led directly to witchcraft. Yes. <laughs> currently, currently two to two, Wiggum and Flanders. Uh, I'm going to go Wiggum because of the quotability and the, the fact that, like I said, it's been... Uh, just ubiquitous throughout the past at least 25 years of my life to, to say lines from Ralph Wiggum to other people. Oh, yeah, no, Ralph, Ralph wins over Flanders for sure. Well, good news, good news, Pete. You decide nothing, but where do you stand on this? I was going to try to find something clever for Flanders, but I've been distracted by the shiny squirrel on the uh, Challenge website, which is an advertisement for the FBI saying you can be an FBI agent with the hashtag unexpected agent. 
I'm now. I'm, I'm staring at it. And it broke my brain. So what you're saying is a change of career. Again. Uh, uh, I'm voting for the FBI agent. I would watch that show. Unexpected agent, right? Just popping out of your shower or your boudoir at, at unexpected times. Who are you? Flanders. 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 Okay, Flanders. cool. Flanders. Flanders. Like any man, I put on my secret Christian underpants one leg at a time. <laughs> Ralph Ralph Wiggum moves forward over Flanders. Now let me just quickly. Oh, oh that's a tough one. All right. I understand it. Everybody can. Everybody can, can go to the finals bracket in one second, and then go to the finals bracket and uh, click refresh. Shut up. <laughs> I'm typing quickly and I'm, I'm hammered. Leave me alone. Hammered. Well, the truth is, out of these four, we have three evils and one, like, super innocent. I don't think most evil. I think... He's not very far to me. No, he's not. No. Mo is a victim of circumstance. Mo is inadvertently evil. Yeah. I was actually thinking about how comic book guy and Mr. Burns are similar in the fact that they are... The writers attempt over, like, years to hammer on one joke. One is the gamer stereotype, and the other is how many jokes about being older than fucking dirt can we possibly make? And they consistently rose to the challenge. They did. Um, I, and I, I know I usually go last with the dumb shit, but since I actually thought of something semi-intelligent to say, I'm just going to go now. Um, because of all the ways that we burns so much social commentary, whether it be about inequality or the environment or greed or all that, like, I would vote for Mr. Burns because he's a better, more well-rounded character, even though he started out of a one-note joke. I am also voting for Mr. Burns because people like Comic Book Guy are the reason why the Snyder Cut from Justice League is going to become a real thing. Well, you're not excited for it? Shit! I am so comic book guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm clearly it's like gonna be like four hours long. I'm so fucking excited. It's not everything that has happened in the last three months. It doesn't matter. I'm so fucking excited. I'm sorry. Okay. Mike, Mike, Mike is having an existential crisis right now. He's like, oh my god, I, just, you know, I literally am comic book guy. <laughs> Where's the podcast ever? <laughs> Um, um, I gotta go boo Ernst on this one. Uh, I was saying boo Ernst. I have also seen Montgomery Burns. Whole name again. Again. That's very slow. 
I uh, I'm, I'm also gonna be Burns. I I like I like comic book guys a character, but I find Burns more entertaining than comic book guy. Comic book guy is always like relevant. What he says makes sense, and it's funny in the scene he's in. Mr. Burns makes the scene that he's in. It's about him. It's very rarely about comic book guy, except when he's wheeling a hundred dollars and a hundred tacos and a wheelbarrow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to vote Burns mostly because I hate myself and I don't want to vote for a comic book guy now. Um, well, Mr. Burns for all of everybody's reasons. It all it just makes sense. Kevin, did you did you weigh in? I did not. Um, and I know too many people that are comic book guy. Not Mike well not Mike well enough to say that I know you as that person yet, but. Um, but I've met comic book guy so many times in so many different places. And to be honest, like that is one of the things about that. I hate, I hate the fucking gatekeepers. Sure. I get it. I get your passion about your thing. And I get, you want to like show that you're passionate about the thing. Fuck you. Let people enjoy what they enjoy. And I know, and honestly, and so Justin, you have that look on your face where you're kind of like, Kevin, this is coming from you. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, I know I come across like that sometimes, but like for the most part, I, I really, really do try to be like, everybody enjoy your own fucking thing, you know. I, but I so comic book boy, just leave I, my Dan Brown novels alone. God damn it, <laughs> dude, those movies were so fucking bad. I was so angry leaving the movie theater seeing those. Like, oh, so I'm getting angry just thinking about it. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Mr. Brown. All right, I got him. I got him. I know. I know too many comic book guys. That I don't like them. Mr. Burns uh, plows through seven to nothing into the finals. All right. Wow. Wow. Final matchup. We got Mo going up against Ralph Wiggum. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. This is where it comes down to. Like, I know it's been all Ralph and Ralph and Ralph, but Ralph versus Mo. I've got to vote for Mo again for the same reasoning. we got a character with, I think, multiple layers versus a one-note joke. That's yeah. true. I'm going to say I'm a dumb character, and I'm going to say the stupidest thing to do the one-liner versus someone they actually kind of, they went from just making it a crotchety bartender to giving more. So I'm voting for Mo. I'm going to vote for Mo for the same reasons that you just said. Yeah. Because they did develop him into a lot, and Ralph really is the one-liner, even though I love those one-liners. Yeah. I called Burns Mo in the finals. Yeah. Good for you, Gary. Yeah. I didn't mean that to be that loud. I meant to just say that to Greg. Listen, listen up, well, guys. This is you know, real police patrol. 91% of all traffic accidents are caused by these six guys. <laughs> Homer says he used to be a boxer just like me. He says, yep, they called me Kid Gorgeous. Later on, it was Kid Presentable. Then he cruised them. And finally, Kid Mo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got to be honest. As much as I've quoted Ralph, Mo is just a a better character. It's hard to compare a kid that they barely put any writing into versus someone they've dedicated multiple entire episodes and and story arcs too. It's true. Yeah. I'm uh, 
What's that? I'm still voting for Ralph. Are you really? Yeah. I think you're just fucking delirious. Your eyes are barely open. I mean, that's part of it, but I, like, I, I feel like Ralph more than Ralph. This is the episode where he's like, oh, uh, Mrs. Hoover, my desk is vibrating. And then, like, I, I forget what it's like, the sewer pipe explodes or whatever, or, like, the oil field erupts and it, like, shoots the dead class, uh, hamster class pet. Yeah. Like, at Ralph. Like, come on. That was, as a matter of fact, a Mr. Burns episode when he drilled into the school to get the oil that was underneath it. So what you guys have said about Mo is 100% right. Like he is a better, he is a deeper character. He is a, he has evolved more. Isn't as much of a one note joke. Like I'm going with more. I'm siding with more on this one. Like the the Ralph Wiggum. Power with the meat is very strong. I have to stick with Ralph. Sure. Well, um, it's I might be missing someone. It's four to two Mo, so Mo's going four, but I don't want someone to not weigh in on this. I I had Mo. I had Mo. Greg had Mo. Justin. Yeah, that's four. Justin. What was your vote, Justin? I voted Mo. Oh, so that's the fifth. All right. No, I, listen, I can't count. I've been drinking for oh. a long time. Listen, listen. I've basically these are on this episode, on this on this podcast for a reason. I've been. I call you Bob Denver. I've I've only I've only been awake for twenty hours. So let's you know. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> well, when it's a me problem and I'm running the podcast, it's an all of us problem. You're right. Seems <laughs> that to be true. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is a fair statement. Which, you're not wrong. This brings us to our, our finals. I gotta be honest, I think this is this is a predictable final, but a fun one to talk about. Mr. Burns and Mo. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Wow, right? There, I kinda saw it happening all along. Uh wait a minute. I got I got three words and I'm gonna get my vote out. See my vest. Yeah, that song alone is worth the price of admission. If he's got it. See my loafers. What would go first? <laughs> uh-huh. Um yeah. Mr. Burns for me. Excellent. This is too much. Mr. Burns. I'm going to vote for Mo. Um, I think that the... Uh, I like Mo's storyline more than Mr. Burns. There's more uh, depth to Mo as a character than Mr. Burns to some extent. And... I just enjoy that lovable schlub behind the bar, and of course, hearkening back to the to all of the uh, the prank phone calls that bar pulled on. Sure. That's a rough one. It really is tough. It, 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 there's nothing easy about this. 
All right, Bart. Yeah. I'm going with Mr. Burns because he gets doped up weekly and promises peace and love. He's promising peace and love. Break his legs. Don't let him get away. <laughs> There's a Lenny quote for you. There you go. Promising peace and love. Break his legs. <laughs> I'm going to release the hounds. And vote for Mr. Burns. What are you going to do? Release the dogs? Or the bees? Are the dogs with bees in their mouth? Because when they fucking put your bees at you? Uh, right, I forgot about that. There's the whole episode where Homer is like filling in as his assistant for Smithers <laughs> trying to make him breakfast. to one Mr. Burns right now. So Mr. Burns is on the cusp of victory. Well, I think I'm going to tip Mr. Burns over the edge here. I enjoy Moe's jokes and I like the and, and I definitely do feel for the sad sack. I think Mr. Burns over and over and over again has brought me laughs and has been a really great uh, plot device for the whole show. He's a good character in and of himself. I think Mr. Burns is the whole invincible package. <laughs> Pete, uh, I, I'd like to, to hit upon you as the uh, the final vote of this uh, Simpsons bracket, considering it's a completely moot point. I find it apropos. I was hoping this would come to three to three because Mo's got my vote. Mo Burns always gets all the breaks and comes out on top, and Mo just never catches a break. And I was hoping to give him one here. But it's not going to matter. I was hoping I could do that as well. I think I, I agree with that sentiment. I, uh, I I had originally gone into this thinking I would be voting for Mr. Burns to win, but Mo sort of won me over as we talked about him. But, unfortunately, as is usually the case, the uh, the crazy rich capitalist wins. Fake <laughs> news. Fake news. It is 5-2. Wow. Mr. Burns takes it. Bravo. Alright. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, this That's was uh awesome. this was awesome. Really good bracket. Oh, so hold on. Let's go look at the uh all the brackets. Everybody oh, take yeah. take a quick look at each of the, the, the north, south, east, and west brackets. And let's let's do a quick vote on which is the strongest overall one, because of course they were they were drafted like snake style, like we were oh, doing oh, a, who the winner came whose bracket the winner came out of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about that a little, huh, Greg? Uh, <laughs> maybe we should talk about that. All right, let me lower. Jimmy and I have the winning bracket with Mr. Burns. Just saying. Um, I mean, like, if, if you were to do like the Simpsons in, in uh, you know, in order, it would be the five Simpsons, and then like Mr. Burns is right there. He deserves it. Yeah, I'm not disappointed. 
it was a hard choice. It's, but none of it was easy, especially the, the last end of this. I wasn't like comfortable with all of my votes. There was right. Two, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was some that I was like, nah. I have to be honest. I have to be honest. It's not just because uh, I, you know, I, basically they're they're my drinking buddies on Friday nights, but. Uh, Greg and Jen's bracket's got, I think, is the strongest bracket. The, the, with, yeah. the, 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 no, this is totally rigged. No, it's totally rigged. I got you. Just admit it was uh, pay to play, and it'll be all be faster. Yeah. But, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Hear, hear, hear me out. You got better business bureau. Yeah. Got, <laughs> you gotta look at the value of the picks, man. But no, no. All I'm looking at is you got Mr. Burns. You have Rainer Wolfcastle, groundskeeper Willie. That's a paddling. Um. I'm, I know that's not that's not who that is. Um, oh, yeah. who, who's who? What what uh, direction are they? So I know they're mine. Uh, they're the south. They're south. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have to go. Bob, with, uh, Slideshow Bob Nelson. Absolutely. East bracket. Willie Trumacorado. Who is the east? Yeah. Who who put together the east bracket? It must have been Gary because I was was Mark. Mark. Oh, yeah, Mike. Wait, Mike, you were Mark the comic book guy. My first pick. I told you. I have the original right there. I have the paper from that night right here. Oh, he's got the paper. Oh, shit. He's going to the hard copy. Yeah. I'm the North. I'm going to vote for mine. Fuck all of you. How does that sound? Wow. That's bro, I got, I got Barney in the sixth round. I mean, there's value in that. I, I, I agree with you, but that's one of, like, two good picks that you made. So, like... Oh, wow. Grandpa Simpson, Smithers, and Barney? I mean, oh, sorry. Top five. Listen, I'm, top five. That's true. I'm, that's true. I'm interested in top five. Top five. Who, who I'll put up the East bracket. No one answered me yet. East must have been Mark, then, Right. Yeah, was the one with Wiggum. Yeah. All right, because yeah, now that is a really solid bracket. Very solid. Like, all the second-round matchups we had in that one were tough second-round matchups. Like, yeah. So you had a really solid picks in there. Like, that's a tough, that's a tough one to put. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're getting snake-style, obviously. Actually, you know what? I have to be honest with you. I'm going to change my vote. The West bracket, the Gary's Grandpa Simpson, Krusty the Clown, and then just to, to cap it all off, you have Duffman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, goofball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about the bracket, guys? Huh? How about that one? Huh? <laughs> yeah, really good. Really good. Like, nobody likes you, Brian. It was really. I'm going cold. You picked Cletus with the eighth pick. Yeah, I did. Cletus and Kawhi wants that second round. Is still out there. Yeah, Kawhi wants to get the second round. Kawhi wants to get the second round. So, to go back to the, the values of picks and stuff, Mike, I think you fell into the you fell into the problem of I really love some of these guys, yeah. and so you're going to overvalue some yeah, of them. Yeah, you're so a guy that doesn't like, and this is me when I play fantasy football. Yeah, I don't know enough of the league, so I overvalue the home team guys and end up picking them way, way out of place. Uh, I'll say it's not the exact same because I know the home team guys, but yeah. these, 
my my bracket definitely was a was a, a hard choice than it was. That that's what I mean. Like you're making hard choices. You make some hard choices over. I'm picking to win. This was. Uh, I, I appreciate that you all made hard choices, so I could just crap on them with my wiki garbage. <laughs> I love your wiki garbage, man. That was the best. It was the best. It took like three hours to get the whole thing. Yeah, out. it went a while. Yo, this is the, so, yeah. No, all kidding aside, Gary. This, but you were only here for half of it. It's yeah. somewhere between five and six hours for this whole thing. No, you say it's three or four. When we, we made about the back. Yeah, I was here Monday night. Craig showed me. He showed me a bunch. Well, are you still recording? I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. Go ahead. He showed me uh, some of the other ones you guys have been doing. They're all very cool. I'm still surprised that French fries didn't win, but I get why you did it. But it's a whole, whole Dude. But we the whole this whole thing started because fucking French fries won the one from the other people that I was like this is horse shit and I got mad on the internet and that's why we're fucking here right now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. I got really mad about it. I'm like, this is bullshit. We have a platform. We need to speak out. And then pierogies won. Pierogies are way better than French fries. Way better. But they're not better than potatoes au gratin. Just saying. Listen. Listen to you with your potatoes au gratin. Pierogies are probably better. But your potatoes au gratin might be better than some pierogies. But on the whole, pierogies are better. Pierogies are more versatile than potatoes au gratin. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, no, we didn't make that one. We 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 just copied that one and went the right. Yeah, we we copied it, went oh, through no, it, and then never. The, uh, we never released it because the audio was horrible, and that was my fault. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, a condition would have been a stronger contender had I put it. Also, very versatile. Yes. Kanish with some, some, some brown mustard, because anyone who actually likes yellow mustard has problems with their life. Um, wow. I do a double dip ketchup and mustard on a Kanish. Yeah. That's how I was raised. No, that's, I'm good with that, but yellow, I, must, yellow mustard by itself is trash. Sometimes I'll do mustard, but I have to have ketchup on the plate. It's weird. But is it? That's weird. I've never met you before. But you may want to reevaluate your relationship with your parents. <laughs> what uh, what? So, but the the real question is: Is it yellow mustard or is it brown mustard? Oh, it's brown mustard. Yeah, it has to be brown. Okay. Yellow yeah. mustard is disgusting. It's not disgusting, but it's not brown. I threw out two days ago. I threw out yellow mustard. My wife bought it. It was brand fucking new. I threw it right in the garbage. Like this shit can't even come in my house. As you should what is, have. What is, what is the condiments bracket? <laughs> right. Oh, shit. That's common. Deep. Yeah. That is common right now. We don't even have to do that one, because we know Chili Crisps is going to win it. I was going to say, I'm going to put that mark. She's going to shit out about Goku Jang for three hours. No, no, no. Chili Crisp beats the shit out of Goku Jang. Chili Crisp is the money, the money condiment of the year. That shit goes on ice cream. That shit goes on fucking meatloaf. You can put it on anything. I have anything. no idea what you're talking about, by the way. Chili crisp? What the Super fuck? Me, me neither, Kevin. So, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yo. Get on it. 
Is this so weird H-Mark shit that you brought on? Well, first of all, yes. I'm not buying an H-Mark, but I knew about it before I went to H-Mark. I've never heard of it. First of all, and yes. I'm angry that you have never even offered it to me. Mark. That's bullshit. In your home. That's bullshit. Uh, no, that, that's a lie. It's definitely been out. You've just never partaken in it. Right. It's been out for the last two Christmas Eve tacos. I've been there with you. And both Mark and I have implored people, especially at the last one, to fucking eat it. <laughs> it is definitely great. Not. Definitely it, not to me. Chili, Christmas, chili Christmas is essentially a, a thicker chili oil with um, fried shallots and garlic. Like, that's the short version of it. There's other... Oh, that's what that shit is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that shit's good, but I never knew what the hell it was called. Oh, all right. It's and fucking dope. I don't know dope. if I would put it on ice cream, but yeah, sure. It's great on tacos. <laughs> it's great on tacos. Right, so basically, tell me, if we do a condiment bracket, somehow I would still be useless? You know, condiment? <laughs> How do you not know condiments? Apparently, he's talking about some crazy chili shit, and everyone else is like, oh, yeah, that's the, no, no, what the? never heard of it before in your life. I know a lot of condiments. What's the condiment? We're, we're going to do a condiment bracket. I'm not going to lie. Chili Crisp is going to fucking win. What, 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 what the hell am I going to do? What the hell are you talking for condiments? I got to get it. But listen, you can, but Pete, you can bring, you'll be really, really good up until the finals. As usual. I, I actually, I got to see if there's actually a condiments wiki. I'm, I'm really curious. <laughs> All right. Or Mark, can you guys just send some of this stuff to, to Pete's house? Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on Amazon tomorrow morning. I'm gonna ship some to his house. There you go. It, it honestly, Pete, being as much as much as you love Asian cuisine, this is right up your alley. It sounds spicy because of the, the whole pepper element, but it's really not. It's it's a little oh. spicy, but you're gonna be you're gonna be good. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened to you? I, I, I just I looked up Condiment Wiki and I found out that apparently there's a Batman villain called the Condiment King. Yes, and I'm now officially terrified of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. Wait, super, and, and a superhero bracket was brought up today by Greg, and I think that's a fucking fantastic one that we can, we can start to work I've on. I've with friends and Superman only Yeah, look at that. Chili Crisp. Yeah, but you know what? I gotta be honest. I wouldn't vote for Superman. I like Batman better than Superman. I know Superman can beat the shit out of Batman. I'm, I'm that's, that's, Listen, that's, if we're gonna do that, if we do that, you gotta do two, gotta do two important things. One, yeah. separate it properly, as in Marvel and DC, or how like you gotta yeah. separate things. Somebody else has to do that. And then the second thing is we've gotta make really clear our definition of are we making it who's better or who can beat the shit out of who? Like there has to be. A legit, like it has to be a clear defined thing because we can't do what we did here. We're like, well, I like this guy, or this guy has a bigger role. Like, if we can't do that, that's three. That's two way too many arguments. And I'm offended by you trying to impose rules and order this link in the in the bracket. <laughs> My friends, a couple years ago, half of us were more DC, half were Marvel, and we did kind of like what we did with The Simpsons, where we got like our top sixteen and for like hours at my house. We just got fucked up and talked about it, and when it's fighting, it really came down to Superman. But if you take that out of the equation, he would get knocked out early. Yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's more fun is is not doing the fighting. Superman just kills everybody. He's got fucking extra. He, like he can light you on fire with his eyes. He can beat you up. Batman did beat him. Batman did beat him. That was some shitty, lazy writing. That's what happened there. I'm not talking about the. Let's never forget Superman's moment. 
I'd be, I would be movie based almost entirely. I didn't. I didn't read the comics. I am the one that got the Kellys to start watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Accurate. Where? How deep are we? Do you remember what we left off on? We watched well, two, the second Thor. Thor. We watched the Avengers. I think it might have been the second Avengers one. Avengers. No, 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 no. We're not up to Ultron yet. Yeah, the fifth and yeah. Are you doing a release order, or are you doing a uh, chronological order? Well, the way that they intended it to... The, yeah, the way it's supposed to be. The, okay. The, the chronological order. So, release order. Uh, yeah, how they released it. To the okay, yeah, yeah. I have not seen one of them since the Avengers. Oh, uh, they've like, got... Oh, dude, Endgame? You're missing out on them, Mark. Really uh, oh, the greatest... <laughs> Those movies are so, they're all, every one of them is fantastic. They just seem to get better and better. They learn from the last ones, and they figure shit out, and it just is so good. Did you the hear last Matt might be uh, the lawyer in the new Spider-Man movie? Who might? Matt Murdock. Oh, Daredevil. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. That's right. That's huge. Now, are they going to use the guy from the Netflix show? I don't think they can. They said something like they have to wait two years and it's coming yeah, for And we're getting, because that's what that was, was uh, no, com, no compete clause or whatever. So he had two years before he did anything. He was fantastic. Don't no worry, he's going to stand in the vagina again between now and then. <laughs> we, got, All right, guys. we got a lot, of, bra- we we got a lot of brackets coming up. think that maybe the uh, superheroes might be one that we have to do. And if we do, Mike, we are calling you and making sure that you get on there for that one. I'd like to be there, please. Thank you. I'm Gary. Yeah, yes. I'd like to be Gary. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, me and Gary are the same level of nerd. Yeah. Much more than me. Yeah, I'm not a comic book guy. I don't impose my views on people. I just want to know what they are. No, I'm just kidding. No, you uh, should just let us know what yours are and why ours are wrong, right? I'll yeah. tell you why you'll shoot for that. No, no, no. I love it all. I don't have a line. I love it all. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope Thank everybody you. out there listening is doing well. This has been a really fun one. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Thanks for having me. It was, it was yeah. really quite enjoyable. Awesome. All right. It was lots of fun. All right. Make sure you stop by your local. Nobody asked you. Shut up. I don't know. Stop by your local breweries. Support your local breweries. Wash your hands. Stay safe, everybody. Cheers. 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 If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. 
on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Voyage, and Twitter and Instagram at BeertasticShow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at BeertasticVoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.